The satellite of colour. Ah. It's not. We're getting more racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's the BAME night. The BAME. The what? Black and minority ethnic. Ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mike, you're so woke. Hey. You're okay, yeah. I'm there with the kids. <laughs> I'm down with the kids. <laughs> Anybody who says they're down with the kids. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's like that person who, I'm mad, me. Oh, I'm wild. Yeah. Fuck off, Jonathan. Your <laughs> 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 mum's calling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've just got visions of Mike like, turning up to a house party you know, with his baseball hat on backwards. Uh, and a wacky tie. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I'm mad, me. <laughs> Hi, kids. Got the avocado on toast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellow teenagers. <laughs> What's your chosen pronouns? <laughs> <laughs> Lip biscuit there, dope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I bought this mixtape. <laughs> Stick with us for the news. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Minsk, Belarusia, Paris, wow. Glasgow, it's not like a Scottish listeners though, it's weird. Wolverhampton, Porto Alegro, Brazil, Irving, Texas, Warwick in the United Kingdom, Markham in Canada, Quickborn in Germany, Watertown, MA. Surfers Paradise. Wow, mm. Australia. Cincinnati, Ohio, Dublin, Ireland. Wow, Argentina's crept into the top ten. La Plata. Yeah. London. Woodstock. The Bronx. Ooh. Love it. We're big in the Bronx. Mm. Shady Nasty. New York. Why don't listen to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> These fucking English guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They might talk like that in the Bronx. <laughs> I don't know. They probably don't. No. <laughs> uh, Little Rock, Benton and Portugal. And Leeds in the top five. But, yeah. Excellent. I actually, from listening to podcasts, the Bronx is one of those areas that used to be like, you know, really rough. Yeah. Like mega, mega rough, but has now been sort of gentrified and is uber trendy. Ah. And kind of, you know, poor local people have it, yeah. been pushed out and now it's like, you know, coffee houses and like. Like yeah. early been converted warehouses yeah, and things like that. Yeah, you know, hot yoga classes and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's all like that though, because Ortez, Casio Ortez, is it? Is he a fighter? She. She. Oh, sorry. Alexandria, what's her name? AOC. That's it. Oh, her. oh I'm thinking of the UFC. She's in the Bronx. Mm. 
which happened in London too. Areas that were shitholes are now like top end prices and stuff like yeah. that. That's just what gentrification is, isn't it? Just people think property gets cheap, so people kind of move in, don't they, and start raising the air. But the downside of that is local people get sort of shoved out, don't they? That's it, they get moved on. They should have better jobs, shouldn't they, Mike? I'm getting started. I'm joking. We're not going. We're not doing economics. Don't start your own post-capitalist modern luxury capitalism, communism. For God's sake. Oh, good luck to it. Anyway, thanks, listeners. Thank you very really, much. Truly appreciate it. And okay. my missus sat in on a recording the other week, which she's never done before, and we discussed numbers, and she was genuinely quite impressed, boys. So yeah. she thinks we're cool. She doesn't. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cheers, guys. Indeed. So let's do weird news. Let's do it. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Navy pilot says dark mass made torpedo disappear. Ooh. If it wasn't a submarine, what the hell was it? You might know, not know the name David Fravor, but you probably know what he saw, even if he's not sure himself what it was. Fravor is the retired US Navy commander who in 2017 told the New York Times that he spotted the tic-tac-shaped UFO from the cockpit of his F-18 Super Hornet. There's a video, of course, and it's the now legendary encounter released the public for public viewing. Yes, and he's just done a podcast with um, Joe Rogan, hasn't he? Yeah. That was a good one. Very good. Yes, do you want to scroll down? He recalls a sighting from 15 years ago and also received a new story from a Navy helicopter pilot who reached out with his own strange, creepy tower on the job. Back in the 90s, this pilot's job was to fetch BQM aerial target drones and submarine telemetry torpedoes from the ocean. At the time, the pilot was flying a, 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 a helicopter, a CH-53, and they do, they do a lot of shooting off the coast of Puerto Rico. He was practised up... The helicopter drops a swimmer in the water and he hooks the things up and they just fly it back. First time they're out and they were going to pick up a BQM, he's sitting in the front of the helicopter. You can see down by your feet. 50 feet, 15 metres above the water and he sees this kind of dark mass coming up from the depths. As the pilot picked up the BQM, it was apparently a loss for words. He's looking at this thinking, well, what the hell is that? And then he just goes back down underwater. Once they pull the kid and this BQM out of the water, this object descends back into the depths. One dark mass coming up from the depths is weird enough. Two is officially cause of concern. A few months later, the helicopter pilot saw the exact same thing. He's out picking up a torpedo. They hook the diver up on the winch, and as it's lowering him down, he sees this big mass. He goes, it's not a submarine. He's seen submarines before. Once you've seen a submarine, you can't confuse it with anything else. This big object, kind of circular, is coming up from the depths, and he starts screaming through the intercom system to tell them to pull the diver up, and the diver's only a few feet from the water. They reverse the winch, and the diver's thinking, what the hell is going on? And all of a sudden, he said the torpedo just got sucked down underwater, and the object just descended back down into the depths. They never recovered wow. it. Leviathan. Giant squid. Mm. Some kind of sea creature. Kraken, could be. I'm just trying to think of practical non-UFO explanations. Very unlikely though. Gas it? pocket? I've heard of them. Doesn't that explain ships? Uh, yeah. Some people think it explains ships mm-hmm. disappearing. Yeah, Bermuda Triangle style. Or 
it's fucking Atlantis. Atlantis. <laughs> well, that's it, isn't it? Jesus no. Christ, have you watched Aquaman? No, I haven't. Surprisingly, actually. fucking good movie. Yeah. It makes it Atlantis seem like really fucking cool, like high end tech, but underwater, you know, like a big yeah. city, and like it's fucking awesome. So if there was something like that, if they're like, hey, that torpedo's a little, um, you know, we don't know what that is. Like fuck off with that. Yeah, we'll send our mermen up in their big round <laughs> thing together. Yeah, but they've got like better tech than us. It just it's at the bottom uh-huh. of the sea. It's like more futuristic than ours. Yeah. I don't know. What's your best? What's your money on? If you had to, gun to the head. Well, I just if I were guns to my head, I'm gonna say whatever they want me to say. <laughs> Metaphorically. <laughs> well, that's aliens, isn't it? Fair enough. Mike. I don't know, mate. I can't. I can't say. I haven't got enough evidence to. Well. That's saying that this did actually happen. We're going. Yeah, this is a second story. That's what I mean. It's just a. Mm, it's hearsay. It's an anecdote, isn't it? But it's pretty scary. This, I'm scared of the sea anyway. Deep, mm. deep, deep ocean terrifies me. Shit coming up from it that's not identifiable. Just a mass. They keep saying mass. They don't use a shape, do they? No, so it's it wasn't vaguely square. Circular. It wasn't, oh, vaguely circular. A mass. Vaguely circular, giant basking shark's mouth, giant <laughs> creature. <thing>. Jaws. <laughs> yeah, but it's so far down, I don't know, it's creating a... I don't know. Fuck. Could be a giant squid. I don't know. Maybe that torpedo got mated with by a giant squid. <laughs> the other thing is, haven't we explored more of, like, like we've? I don't know the exact number, but it's a poxy little percentage of the ocean. 2%. 2%. Wow. So, they, come on. We don't, we haven't got a fuck, it might be yeah. fuck all to do with aliens, there's shit down mm. there that we haven't seen, won't see. Atlantis. Yeah. Uh, Secret underwater UFO bases. The thing I don't get with the Atlanteans though, they probably explain it away in Aquaman. I do think there's some sort of shield that you go through, like a bloop, 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 once yeah. you get down there, because like, how does the pressure of the water not squ- but animals there are animals that survive that far down mm-hmm. aren't they yeah so their physiology must mm-hmm. be designed in a way to deal with the pressure yeah. of the water or that water on top of them so I su- if they've got gills they'll be fine Are no but gills? I'm talking about isn't it like isn't the weight the pressure of the water yeah enough to crush you if you well, go you far can, enough down it depends what you're in isn't it if you know, they can get submersibles now that can withstand mm. the pressure but I mean if they, right let's imagine there's some way of like transporting your body to the bottom of the ocean like like Star Trek style, beamed you down, and then you just appeared in the water on the bottom. You would just be crushed oh God, yeah. instantly. Yeah, you sort of <laughs> yeah, you've got like. So I'm saying yeah, Atlanteans if it, if must it, have some. If kind they've of... got gills like fish, then they can mm. withstand the pressures, can't they? Or is that how it works? I think. I don't know. Like, I was breathing. I'm not a biologist. I don't know for sure. I'm but so I assume... out of my depth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Well. If you watch the boys, boy, well, it's not a spoiler, but there's there's a, an Aquaman style character, and it's gross, but it's like, yeah, of course he would have to. So he's basically got the same powers as Aquaman. He can dive right to the bottom, and like, he's this handsome dude and all that. But then he takes off his top, and his stomach all here is these like horrible like opening up gill things like, oh. and like this woman like is obsessed with him, like trying to shag him. And she wants to stick her hands in the gills. And he's like, fuck off. It's like, it fucking hurts. And she's like trying to violate him. (laughs) But yeah, so I guess Atlanteans would have to, wouldn't they? Yeah, but Aquaman has his shirt off. He ain't got gills. But I don't know. How do they explain it in DC? Like, 
Have Z breathe down there? Magic. Probably. Superpowers. Superpowers. But see, someone needs to explain this to me then, because I, I like the idea of Atlantis being there, but whether or not I think it's still populated by, like... Because isn't it, like, Nordics and Aryans or something? I thought they, they were a different race. They had powers, but then it got sunk. But then, so what happened? Did some of them survive? They must have had to evolve to have gills and things. Or they've got this force field thing like Aquaman. I don't know. No, I'm, a clue. I'm just spitballing. I think they're probably dead. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're the science officer, and that's probably true. Well, either this is fucking pretty interesting and cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And scary. Well, it's, you know, US uh, Navy have seen a lot of, and the Air Force have seen mm. a lot of stuff in the sky and the seas, obviously. Daily, isn't it? Daily. The question is are the sightings ramping up, or is the reporting the sightings ramping up yeah. do you see what I mean like, has this just always been this frequent it's just they didn't let the stories get through but I think old Mr Blink 182 who we like to rip the piss out of so much him and his mad company might have actually done a favour to the world by kind of forcing the military's hand by releasing shit do you know what I mean they've yeah. been releasing stuff when there was shouldn't have been released yeah and so it's kind of forced the military to go yeah that is a that is one of our videos, and yeah, no, we don't know what it is. It's a, they don't call it a UFO, no. What it's an it? identified aerial phenomenon. That's the one. Which is, what's the abbreviation for that? No. UAP. That's not as cool, is it? Nah. Nowhere near as cool. UAP, man. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Or aliens. Aliens. Or big squids. Possibly. Not in the sky. Or six foot underwater owls. <laughs> <laughs> no. We know what the Kelly Hopkins villain games it was. Owls. It was not owls. Right, next one. Mm -hmm. Fashion designer launches line of school shooting themed bullet hole riddled hoodies. Uh, Oof. That was and a there's misstep. a picture of two people in these hoodies. One says Columbine oh, no. and the other one says Sandy Hook. Oh, it literally. <laughs> oh my god. And they have bullet holes. They have holes in your hoodie. Oh. Dystopian-themed fashion house Bistroy, founded by designers Brick Owens and Dieter Dugrams, had a hot new line of um, uh, bullet-riddled shoot school shooting hoodies. Be the hottest-looking person, put, on a, uh, put mm. on a watch list this fall when you walk <laughs> around your neighbourhood rocking their navy and white Columbine hoodie, dressed to look as if a kid had been murdered while wearing it, and you'll never look more fabulous than you will when wearing... Uh, and being rightfully viciously beaten for wearing their <laughs> green bullet hole covered Sandy Hook hoodie. Wow. Oh, they were first graders of Sandy Hook, I wasn't aware of that. Uh, that's a bit weird. That's I just... would say that's a misstep. Um, yeah. That design company's <laughs> probably, this is going to backfire on them, mm. I would say, massively. Yeah, and so sadly, those two models as well, probably. Uh, I'm it. sure Info Wars will buy it. I mean, I'm, uh, <laughs> well, no, he won't because he doesn't think that Sandy Hook happened, does he? Ah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, officially, legally, then I think you'll find mm. he does think mm. it happened. Oh, does it happen? Does he think. Yeah. Legally and yeah. officially speaking, for the sake of the courts, <laughs> he's been, I think, informed by his lawyers that he definitely thinks Sandy Hook was real. Oh, and oh, he yeah. must tell everyone that he was a little bit confused before. Yeah. Or he might never see, his, never see his children again. <laughs> I think even sad. This is just sad. But I think even sadder than this. Have you heard of the range? It's not fashion related, but in America you can buy bulletproofed 
Backpacks. Um, backpacks and yeah, things yeah, I saw sure. that. What kind of a world is that, huh? Fucking hell, America. Sort it out. There's loads yeah. of awesome stuff that you do, pro wrestling. Most of your music's pretty good. Not most of it, a lot of it. Your movies. It's just the gun thing, you know? It's just the old kids shooting each other to death with machine guns. It's a bit... Somebody should do something about that, shouldn't they? No, you just buy the backpack. Oh, right, and everything will be okay? Yeah. Okay. As long as, everybody, as long as they're wearing it the way they're getting shot. Obviously, I mean, if they're running away, they're all right. If they're face on, then no, they're not going to be all right. Kevlar hoodies. Kevlar yeah. Dunce's caps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this fashion house isn't going to last long. You fucked up, boys, and yeah. you probably put a lot of money into this, or, or maybe not a lot, but... Yeah. Oh, how did they ever think this was going to be? I oh, know, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just... So, I'm in shock at that. <laughs> imagine, the planning committee, imagine the planning meeting. Like, oh, oh, we want to do something that's a bit controversial. We want to... Oh, how about school shooting hoodies? We'll put some holes in them. We'll put the names on the front, and you're like... And someone went, yeah... That's a good idea. Someone said, yeah. that's a good idea, let's do that. <laughs> or even more tragically, in a way, they actually thought that this was some sort of social statement. Or they thought they could get away with saying... They're, they're trying to make money, that's all anyone selling in is trying to do. But maybe they thought they could get away with, hey, we're making a statement you know, about how, how tragic the state of school shootings are in America. No. You're trying to whip up some controversy and sell some hoodies based on the deaths of like, and quite rightly, as it says in the article, I don't condone violence at all. But if you're going to be wearing one of them in public, you're going to expect somebody to get very upset with you. Absolutely. Somewhere. I mean, you might get away with walking around one in a festival in the UK. People don't realise what it says, mm. maybe. But as soon as somebody puts two and two together, man, get ready for an awkward. Oh, yeah. conversation. If you're wearing that somewhere in the States, I'd, I'd imagine someone's going to fucking slap you. Or shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> oh, the irony. Gun down for wearing your Sandy Hook fucking hoodie. And for the listener, to paint... Yeah, you, literally, that's, that is... It's a bullet-ridden fucking hoodie with the Sandy Hook logo on the front. Come on. I mean, it, there's no way... There's nothing about that is like edgy or like no, you just, know it's it's just really fucking distasteful and it doesn't say anything or prove anything or achieve anything it really doesn't even the models don't look happy I mean I know everyone in those in the creative industry has got to take whatever jobs they can get in the early days and that but yeah this model is it the same guy I don't know uh, different guy isn't it yeah you should have maybe like, what are we talking about them models What's a columbine? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Put the fucking hoodie on and just stand hey, there. Hey, this hoodie's got a hole in it. Hey, 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 model, breathe in. That's what you do after breathing out. Thought about this. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> or you'll die. Right, okay. Put the hoodie on and look pretty. Yeah, I'm saying models are thick. And this fucking... Oh. Alright, next one. <laughs> Cunts. Oh. Right. First of all, let's uh, double check. Are we saying Amish or Amish? Amish. Amish. Amish, Amish. Amish paradise, that's it. Yeah. Cops pull over two men on an Amish buggy drinking spiked iced tea. Nice. It looks like Drumble County's Amish co uh, country should keep an eye on their residents a little bit better. Authorities are currently trying to find two men who basically took off running when they were pulled over for drinking driving. In a buggy. Yes, a buggy. 
According to police reports, a sheriff's deputy was on patrol in North Bloomfield when he saw two Amish men drinking spiked iced tea. What's spiked iced tea? Do they spike it themselves? or? How did he know it was spiked? Yeah, they're not supposed to drink, are they? No, no. So he conducted a routine stop. He then noticed that on top of the buggy there was a case of beer. Ugh. As far as beer type, apparently it was a 12-pack of Michelob Ultra. So classy. I've heard of it. No. I imagine, as it says so classy, mm. I would imagine in the States then that that's a pretty low end. Mm. Like a, yeah. they had a 12-pack of White Lightning or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know this, the song, I'm sure we talked about this before, but Night Train, Guns N' Roses, yeah. is about like a strong, cheap wine called Night Train. It's like the... Basically like us writing a song called White Lightning, mm. basically. I'm on the White Lightning! <laughs> yeah, I want some night train. So one of our American listeners, send us, I don't know what the laws are on sending alcohol from America, you could probably get a life sentence or executed, <laughs> but yeah, send us a bottle of night train. I'd like to try some Michelin Ultra Lager as well. Well, if it's good enough for the Amish. It's good enough for me. That's it. Wait, but that's not all then. No. This wasn't just your regular buggy. It was tricked out with a full-on giant stereo system and large speakers. Yes, Amish, with a style. I'm sorry, this has got to be satire, hasn't it? Uh, where's it from? Rare.us. Although buggies aren't really around anymore, police stated that the horse and the buggy are considered a vehicle, which means that, yes, impaired driving laws do apply. Basically, you're not allowed to drink and drive or operate a buggy. If you've had one too many beers, sorry, y'all. That's how it's written. <laughs> I haven't suddenly gone all y'all. Well, yeah, basically, they did a runner and they got pulled over and they legged it. Yeah, and they left the horse. How did they get off with the buggy then if they left the horse? <laughs> they just ran. Oh! <laughs> I the, thought police, they were like, the police pulled them over. Oh, I thought it was like. They didn't unhook police. the buggy and then carry it along themselves. <laughs> so I thought they, like. Yeah, it was like a horse chase. I thought they yeah. they left on the buggy, but no. They no, just, no, they just ran they into ran some woods. Foot, barefoot, probably. <laughs> I don't know. They probably got fucking Nike Airs. They got a stereo system and a 12 pack of lager. <laughs> I thought Amish people were supposed to resist all technology. Yeah. And alcohol and that yeah. sort of shiz. But they're alive when they're younger. There's a period yeah. of time, isn't it? Some special. You go out and sort of like for a couple of years or so yeah. a year. Go and stay there while yeah. Get it out of your system, basically, then come back. Yeah. Which well, I imagine would you, would you want to go back? Yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Just don't come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has been known to happen. Yeah, I could imagine. Would you want to go back? You know, I you have know. two years having a fucking. You watching TV? At that age, no. My age now, I wouldn't mind it. I was going to say that. <laughs> you, get up, get you couldn't get up at fucking dawn and go uh, milk a cow. You, uh, yeah, you can't get up before two o'clock. I'd hate it. I just like to be in the country, that's all. <laughs> you just want an excuse to have a beard. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of it, let's say. Living off the land, a time before technology. You know, you haven't got Facebook bringing you down. Although they probably have. They find ways around it, like... Mormons, is it Mormons or some Jewish people? Well, they've got newspapers think, still. But you know, it's stuff like you're not supposed to use technology on a Sunday. Mm. It might be Jewish, the one Sabbath. of the Jewish faces. Yeah, it's one of the but Sabbath there's this weird, yeah. but you get ways around it where you get your mate to turn the telly on for you. Yeah. You haven't touched uh, it. You know what I mean? All your lights go on to timers. Yeah, no, that's the point then. Yeah. I know, you're cheating, you're trying to game <laughs> God. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Do you believe no, in it or not? He's omnipresent. He sees everything. 
<laughs> you think he isn't going to know about you asking your neighbours to turn it on for you? And then you watch the football. <laughs> I didn't touch it, no, God. I'm going to start using that as an excuse on the weekend. I can't change the channel on Sabbath. You go to someone's house, I can't change the channel. Uh, you have to do it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm going to say that these weren't real, true Amish people. I suspect that if this isn't satire... I think it is. We have had articles in there that hasn't been, even though it's so ridiculous. But I'm gonna guess that these guys would not Amish and probably stolen this guy's boogie. <laughs> and put a stereo. Oh, on let's be laugh. honest, man. A modern day, if you're a young Amish lad, we really think that the young lads are not sneaking off into town for beers and fucking mm. weed and limes mm. and hookers. Probably like mm. they must be. They just got bust. That's why they legged it. They're like, we're not going to be in that much trouble with the law, but we, we're more worried about what our fucking village is going to say. Yeah. Leg it! We'll be shunned in the eyes <laughs> of the community. Do they wear clogs? No. no. It's a touch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just imagining people legging it in clogs. <laughs> Take your fucking clogs off, lad! Wait, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Dad! <laughs> On that note, who the fuck designed <laughs> exactly? You thought I know? Let's make some shoes out of wood. <laughs> At what point do you think that's a good if idea? If you fall over, it's going to splinter into your foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! I'd rather walk around with like a couple of fucking sacks on yeah. my feet. But you could probably fling them off into some in self-defense. Yeah, really yeah. easily. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Jackie Chan has in one of his films at some point flung a clog in someone's face. He's used everything else. It's true, actually, yeah. Dutch ninjas <laughs> in clogs. Yeah, didn't you say, didn't you ever see that legendary Jackie Chan from Dutch Ninja? Yeah. <laughs> That's a that boy who had his finger in a dike. That's it. <laughs> My favourite. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the video of the giant angry Dutchman forcing his way into the burger? There was like a no. protesters, climate protesters, whatever, blocking off the burger chain. And I couldn't see the lot. I don't think it was a McDonald's. It was just a burger restaurant that happened to be in the wherever they were protesting. And this giant Dutchman, very politely, sort of, you could tell, you can't understand me, sort of like, can I, you know, go through? And they're like, no. And he's like, Okay, just fucking forces his way through. Doesn't hit anybody. He's just huge, and they're not. They're small. They're <laughs> vegans, and uh, like they somebody have the strength though, to stop him. <laughs> but somebody, and it's their own fault. These protesters have got it wrong, man. They somebody turns around, and grabs onto his arm as if to like, no, you can't fucking go in there. Nobody's got any right to do that to anybody, no. right? And this guy just turns around and starts fucking screaming in Dutch and like all these like hippies are just like shit just frozen to the spot like not no one's making eye contact with him and the one thing he says in English that made him like fucking hippie ah <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with their right to do whatever they're doing but the second they start physically grabbing people. grabbing people to stop them going in to buy a burger then you've got it they were all very lucky I think that he did Show some restraint. Ain't no one getting between me and a burger. That's what I thought. Why would anyone try and stop a man that size who clearly just wanted a burger? Like, I would have just gone, yeah, go on. Please. Keys between the knuckles, go windmilling in. <laughs> oh, man, bless him. They've got the right idea, but you could... Yeah, you got to pick your targets, like... <laughs> no, just... Well, don't stop people from doing, like, their business, what they're allowed to do, really. Yeah. Like, just move... The... I get what they're saying. But is stopping that man from going about his legally 
rightful business getting a burger, is that going to really achieve anything in the grand scheme of money saving? No. And it makes people who are not sympathetic to your cause think, oh, fuck you, who do you think you are? Yeah. But, yeah, Dutch people, they're funny when they swear. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stop them trying to get burgers. No. Never get between a man and his burger. Fucking yippee That was the news. So let's talk about the Black Knight satellite. Mm. The Black Knight satellite theory claims there is a spacecraft in near polar orbit of the Earth that is of extraterrestrial origin and that NASA is engaged in a cover-up regarding its existence and origins. Never a straight answer. Oh, I was waiting for someone to say that to NASA. <laughs> waiting for it. Reptilian cunts. <laughs> it's not a reptilian tongue coming down. Yes, it fucking is. It's blatant. It's quite tw- serpenty. <laughs> it is blatant. I'm sorry. It's got a bit of a serpenty motif. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. In 1901, Tesla published an article in Collier's Weekly detailing his experiments with electrical currents. So, so what he was trying to do? He was trying to do the free electricity thing, wasn't he? Well, he, he, was, was, he was working on a magnifying transmitter at Colorado Springs to investigate wireless distribution of electricity. Yeah, because he got back to work, didn't he? He did, yeah. We could all be living on free, free power, but... Where's the money to be made in that? They suppressed it. J.P. Morgan uh, was funding Tesla. He shut the funding out when he found out it worked. They sabotaged him like fuck, didn't they? They tried mm. to make him go insane. He did go insane, didn't he? Edison nicked off his fucking yeah. ideas. He nicked the bodies, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he did, to be fair. But him and Edison actually had a big fallout. Because Tesla, Edison's like, oh, I've got this fucking circuit board over here. No one can get it to fucking work. You do it. I'll give you $100 on the spot. He did it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not paying you. What a kind of... <laughs> yeah, I was just a joke, I'm not paying you. So when the Simpsons were at home and invents that leaning back chair. Mm. <laughs> Find out that Edison invented it hundred years before. Yeah, and the electric hammer. <laughs> yeah. He made it and then he's like, oh, Edison stole Homer's invention, would have right. made him millions. Again, <laughs> with the Simpsons, it's the whole flaming Homer, isn't it? Yeah. Flaming Mo. Homer always gets shafted, man. Yeah. Oh, what a guy. But gets to sleep with Marge and we've all seen how fit she is when she goes in the bath and her hair goes down. Mm. Woo! Marge Simpson. Love, <laughs> love her. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Anyway. And uh, Flanders' wife ain't bad, are you? Oh, yeah, before she died. Yeah. <laughs> Battered to death by t-shirts. <laughs> Stupid, sexy Flanders. That's <laughs> one of my favourite yeah, moments. Feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Ski suits are revealing. <laughs> yeah. Stupid sexy Flanders. <laughs> I do love it that Flanders is secretly ripped though under the jumpsuit. It's amazing, isn't it? It's like 60 something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just to wind Homer up even more, isn't it? Yeah. That's what you could do, Homer, if you actually ate right and exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Homer's a legend. Yeah. Working class hero, mate. He is. I fully agree. Tesla claims he experienced unexplained disturbances in electrical signals and concludes that the source may have been extraterrestrial yes, trying to communicate. The strange signals repeated periodically in timed 
looks like I've wrote pubes, but it's... <laughs> yeah, pulses. Pulses. <laughs> Good guess. For the listener, Ben cannot see my notes. He's just literally guessed. Well, what it is, is I, I know what he... They reckon he might have picked up uh, signals from pulsars, right. which are spinning neutron stars that emit radio waves. That's true, Oh, yeah. I know the ones. Yeah, them. <laughs> but it's also worth pointing out, Tesla did kind of pioneer radio. And would he have made a mistake? But then again, what he wasn't aware of the existence of pulsars. So, right. But still, it. technically speaking, signals coming from space, isn't it? Even if the signals yeah. a signature that's coming off of a, a well, natural yes. phenomenon like a star. He was right in that respect. He was extraterrestrial then. Yeah. Yeah. Good man. Tesla said, It was some time afterwards when the thought flashed upon my mind the disturbances I had obse- observed might be due to an intelligent control. Although I could not decide their meaning, it was impossible for me to think of them as having been entirely accidental. The feeling is constantly growing on me that I have been the first to hear the greeting of one planet to another. Mm. And then we have another guy, a Norwegian chap. In 1927, amateur radio operator Jorgen Hals discovered long-delayed echoes, LDEs, which are echoes of shortwave transmissions. He couldn't figure out what was causing the, uh, the LDEs, and neither did anyone else, and scientists still don't know what causes them. One theory is that these are the echoes of the same signals Tesla heard, and they were coming from intelligent beings in space. Okay, I've got something on long-distance echoes. The five hypotheses. Ooh. Okay, so it could be ducting in the Earth's magnetosphere and ionosphere at low HF frequencies. Yeah, makes perfect sense. I'm aware of these. Okay, it could be radio waves that, that travel many times around the world. Makes sense. Yeah. That's Chester, the show cat. Can you hear him? You might be able to hear him. You probably can. Mode conversion, signals coupled to plasma waves in the upper ionosphere. Reflection from distant plasma clouds coming originally from the sun. Or non-linearity in addition to mode conversion. Two transmitted signals combine to generate a different frequency which then travels with a plasma wave and then is converted back. I'm Apparently, just... They're the scientific possible explanation for LDEs. I just think the plasma wave sounds fucking cool. <laughs> no, right, that plasma wave. There you go, Mike. Plasma wave. It also sounds a little quite sort of Star Trek-y. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Did you see the Picard trailer? I did. I saw it was for the first one. I don't think it was oh, the, the second one. Oh, the second one made me... Very quick tangent, I promise, but I, I felt strangely emotional because... The last Star Trek I ever really gave a fuck about was The Next Generation, and I really gave a fuck about that, but mm. I completely fell out of Star Trek after that. A little bit of Deep Space Nine, but not much. The, anyway. the new films aren't bad, the young kids. Yeah, I've seen some of the... Oh, no, I haven't seen the newest new... I've no, seen the that Next one's Generation not so good, films. But the, um, the new, the new one. the first new new one. Yeah, that's all right. And yeah, the second one's all right, too. Like yeah. the original Spock's in it. Yeah. Anyway, this new Picard trailer, spoilers if you haven't seen it, but... You see somebody stood at a sink washing up right at the end of the trailer and like he's shouting at his kids or whatever and they're like, Dad, Jean-Luc Picard's here. And you see the person going, what? It's Riker. No way. And um, it was You know stra- Riker's got a bit fucking s- ten kids. Strangely emotional, man. I, was like, I, think it's, I think he's married to Troy, Deanna Troy. I know, that makes sense. Yeah, check it out later on. All right, It yeah. looks good, man. Yeah. But Kirk's still a better captain. He's not the better captain. Me and Mike had this discussion again the other night. <laughs> Without me! Yes. <laughs> and we both agreed that Picard is a yeah. superior captain. But 
As I always say, who would you rather be caught in a bar fight on a Martian moon with? We the always one... say you wouldn't be caught in a bar fight with Picard. That's it. Because he'd talk his way out. Yeah, he'd talk it all down. No, because you'd be, Kirk, you'd you'd be watching some fucking someone stupid said. space opera. Like, drinking fucking tea. Kirk could just smash a bottle of a sunscreen. Come on! <laughs> <I know. laughs> Alright, in my 20s I'd want to be with Kirk. Yeah. Now, maybe you're right. I'd rather drink tea uh, with Picard. Let's face it. We'd be red shirts... Oh, fuck oh, yeah. Not the lowest ranks on the, the king ship. of the red shirts. <laughs> we'd be sent down on suicide missions with Kirk, with Picard, he never lost a red shirt. <laughs> but he was a Borg one time. That never happened to Kirk. Oh yeah, because Kirk never met the Borg. Because he was too busy dying. No, he was... <laughs> he wasn't anyway, alive at that point. Anyway, Kirk's the, the best captain. He's not. He's got the best hair. Of the two. <laughs> of the two, yeah, but you'd argue that... <laughs> I won! I won! You'd argue yes. that um, Riker's hair and beard is ma- outmatches we're anything Kirk's We're not comparing first mates, though, are we? It was the first one on the Enterprise with Kirk. Was it Spock? Oh, it must have been Spock, next in command. I'll tell you what, I'd like Picard as captain as Kirk as security. Oh, head of... Se- no, maybe Kirk is his number one. Maybe. Or head of security. Because Worf's a pretty good head of security. No, he's not. He loses every fight he ever has. He's a clean gun, man. He's yeah, but he still gets his ass kicked all the time. Well, it could have made him cooler, I suppose. Anyway. Yeah. Data could probably beat him in a fight. Oh, yeah, because Data's got that ruthless machine logic, hasn't he? Well, Android strength as well. Yeah, it? and Android strength. Yeah. It's weird, like, Data... Hey, data head of security! Well, <laughs> Data's Get in... another Data and have him as head of security! <laughs> Data, father of Greta Thunberg, famously. Um, <laughs> oh! <laughs> he's in the new trailer, and like, it's really sad because no amount of contact lenses and makeup can, can cover the fact that the man who plays Prince Data. Prince Spider's yeah, aged really, horribly. He's sort of aged this way. <laughs> so As most data. people do. Kish. What's oh, fat data? Fatter data. <laughs> awesome. What is he, fat data? That's what the kids say. I've got a fat data plan, man. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, another theory that what this could be mm-hmm. is a Bracewell probe. A Bracewell probe? What's mm. a Bracewell probe? Well, go on, Mike. Something on that. It's a hypothetical concept for an autonomous interstellar space probe dispatched for the express purpose of communication with one or more alien civilizations. It was proposed by Ronald N. Bracewell in a 1960 paper as an alternative to interstellar radio communication between widely separated civilizations. Okay. So it's an alien greeting probe. Yeah. Like on a mover, maybe? Mm. And that hurdle yeah. through. Oh, but it's a man made alien greeting probe, though. We sent it no, up it's, there. It's an alien made, I think. Oh. Yeah. It's been hovering around the planet, right. sending radio yeah. signals that we didn't, couldn't pick up until the late 1800s, early 1900s. And then obviously the authorities got in and said, oh, no, we're not having that. Can't tell the people about that. Mm. Because they think that the first thing we'd see from alien civilization is its AI, its AI drones and scouting. And that's, so that's, what, that's, that's what, what the Transformers do. That's what most people in comic books do, send out the, send in the scouts. The first thing they'll find is probably Voyager 1. Mm, yeah. The aliens will find that, yeah. Well, that's, that's the plot of Star Trek, mm. the motion picture, isn't it? It was. That's a boring film. Mm. Don't it's a wrath of Khan. Good story though. It's the very first Star Trek yeah, ever. They all blur into one for it's me. It's very slow. It's like an extended television episode, basically. There's no big action sequences really or anything. It's like it's. I found it to be quite 
cerebral and dragging. I like the story though. Yeah, it's good. It's basically, Voyager One's been found by alien life, hasn't it? And fucking, but it's it's no, turned into that woman, hasn't it? Hasn't it gained sort oh, of? It's, it's become self aware. So that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's but that woman is, isn't that, that bald be. woman like? It's been a long time. I, I could be really wrong, but I think that bored woman was created could be. by the AI of the... Th- anyway, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, they all blew into one. So this is yeah. cool. When you first read that, I was thinking, oh, so it's something we sent up that's, like, secret, but no, that's even cooler. It's been sent here by yep. aliens and, and it's being used by, I imagine, aliens that are present on Earth yeah. to communicate It's like what we'll on. do. Once we find out the habitable Earth, we'll mm. send probes. Yeah. Mm. Are they using it as their sort of aliens who are here on Earth? Maybe they're using that as their Wi-Fi router yeah. to communicate back to their well. worlds. You know what I mean? That's, That's it. Basically, an uber-powered. Could be Wi-Fi taking pictures, router. satellite photos, uh, sending all that. Sending info it all back. back to aliens. Yeah, the reptilians, That's what have, isn't it? All the reptilians on this planet have got mm. that up there as their like their communications That's back to the Draco system. With, yeah, yeah. All is going to plan, Ooh. and that's why we never heard about it. Yeah. Shall I tell you what Robert Johnson, the director of the Adler Planetarium, says about it? Go on. He says, The object doesn't even have the decency to maintain a regular schedule like any other heavenly or man-made object. We don't know when to watch for it. Wow. So it's got a regular polar orbit? Yep. And isn't it, I heard... It's twice as fast as any other satellite, and it possibly weighs around 15 tonnes, doesn't it? Yeah. And also, I think I learned on a video today that... I can't remember the word for it, but when something is travelling in orbit opposite to the orbit of the Earth, it's got a, a fucking name. I forget the name. Shit. But anyway, we haven't had the technology to do that until fairly recently, to send something up that goes the other way. But this has been up there since before... Thousands of years? Yeah. But in 1954, the technology magazine Aviation Week and Space Technology suggested... The US military had discovered two mysterious satellites in orbit, and this is a year before Sputnik. So nothing had gone up. Yeah, because wasn't there a bit of security worry that, um, oh, they beat us? The Russians yeah. have well, beat yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, the missile gap. They can mm. they get something to space and get a missile over here. No, but I think I saw in a video earlier when this was, Black Knight was first discovered, there was some panic within the intelligence mm. communities that like Russia had. Yeah, done put something it. up there. But uh, the Pentagon was furious and an explanation was quickly put out that the satellites were actually asteroids that had been captured by the Earth's orbit. Mm. Now, that does happen. It's very, very, very rare that it happens. But it can happen. But the the circumstances have to be incredibly fucking precise. And basically that explanation was scoffed at by every expert in the field. Mm. Uh, in 1960, the US Navy's Dark Fence radar system, that's pretty metal. Does sound pretty cool. Dark yeah. Fence! <laughs> uh, made a spectacular discovery. A large black object in polar orbit, possibly weighing up to 15 tonnes. And they just couldn't get anything that heavy into space at the time. Mm. It's 1960. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. know why it's called the Black Knight Satellite? There was a few explanations, but... Named after a British rocket, I got. Yeah, that was the main one. It yeah. was we because back in the day when the Brits made their own stuff mm. in the sixties, and we made some really good planes, and we had a really good rocket program. Right. It was all state run. We had some fantastic rocket engineers, 
Our, I mean, we, we built a plane. I do a little tangent. We built this plane. It was something called the TR1 or something like that. Mm. And it was so good, it would still be very, very, very good today. And they made it in the 60s. Uh -huh. But because the program was expensive, yeah, they, got shut down. Uh, they shut it down and bought some American planes instead. Yeah. Capitalism. And the same with our rocket program, the Black Knight, we were getting that, we were going to have a space program, these things were going to be intercontinental rockets, and we're going to have submarines and all that, and the, the government just went, you know, we'll just buy the American system, it's cheaper, we'll develop our own. But we had some very, very talented people back in the 60s working on stuff like that. Yeah. And so it was named after that? Yep. The Black Knight. I'd give it a cool name like a Black Knight. Yeah. Let's face it, it's pretty badass. So in 1954, reports emerged that Dr. Lincoln La Paz of the University of New Mexico spotted two satellites orbiting the Earth. La Paz denied the claims that it's possible the government was trying to cover up the sighting. Problem was, there's a second witness. Clyde Tombra, famed astronomer who discovered Pluto, was at UNM with Lincoln La Paz during the supposed black satellite sighting. Tomberg and La Paz were doing secret research in the military on the existence of alien satellites and the origins of other unexplained phenomena. Tomber also denied the satellite reports, but in a much more cryptic manner than his colleague. They got to them. Got to them. <laughs> Going for it. They always get to them. They always get to them. So the first satellite released into space, Sputnik 1, was launched by Russia in October 1957. In 1954, three years before Sputnik, retired Marine Corps Major Donald Kehoe claimed that two satellites were orbiting Earth, and that the Secretary of the Air Force, Harold Talbot, had personally seen one of them. Talbot denies the claims Keogh was a UFO expert who wrote several non-fiction books on the subject and was taken quite seriously as a journalist. Then again, he's pushing books. He... he is. He is pushing books, and he was a very big... He was yeah. very big in the UFO community in the 60s. He released Kehoe. an article, didn't he, in the St. Louis Dispatch in the San Francisco Examiner. Mm. I believe he also wrote a book called Beyond Roswell, yeah. where he said that basically all the technology we've got now, all the advanced tech, comes from the Roswell crash. Mm. Well, that's that's basically what Bazaar's saying, isn't it, as well, Bob Bazaar? Yeah. Kind of. The most boring the... man on the planet, considering he's worked oh with alien God. technology. Uh -huh. Still haven't got through that fucking podcast. <laughs> Can't do it. I actually fell asleep in the bath listening to it. I mean, all right, I'm 36, I fall asleep in the bath nowadays, I'm always tired. But yeah. still, I usually fucking finish a podcast. No, I, I found my first white hair today in my beard. Oh, oh. Yesterday, sorry. Oh, my God. There's two of the fuckers. Oh, no. The I've turned the corner now. Uh, don't worry, my missus has found a couple as well, so you're not the only one. I'll have to. It's not good. Was it scary? Was it a scary yeah, it was moment? a bit of a shock. Like, fuck me. No. Was it really? Yeah, two white hairs, I'll show you later, yeah. I don't need to show me. <laughs> you have to show me them if you put them out. They were pubes. Them. <laughs> well, I left them in. I didn't pluck them out. I'm not really bothered, but it was just a shock. Yeah. It was the shock at seeing a white hair. I was like, oh, mate. Oh, it's all down. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's man. a slow, decrepit decline. <laughs> <laughs> the the ever-creeping ever presence of death oh. is among upon you. I smell death. <laughs> you smell of death, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you, re for me. you reek of it. 
We need to do as many podcasts and go to as many ice hockey games what, as Jimmy we can. Savile? <laughs> what? What? No, don't do that. What? Is there a reek of death? I thought not Jimmy Savile. No, I thought you said fuck Jimmy Savile. I was going to say no, don't do that. <laughs> if you fuck trust Jimmy us to call, get to you'd Jimmy, just be Jimmy Savile. Trust I would stink of death there. You would stink of death, but you'd also just be Jimmy Savile. It's a podcast about a fucking alien satellite, <laughs> and we've got to fucking Savile again. It's not like we're obsessed with him. <laughs> well, he's the ultimate brother. bad guy, isn't he? He sort yeah. of replaced Hitler as the comedy bad guy. Yeah. He's a uh, Scooby-Doo villain, that's why. But his, oh, well, his face tell was... that to the victim. <laughs> yeah, he looked like a Scooby-Doo villain, but that was yeah, his actual face. He would have gone away with it too <laughs> if it wasn't for those peasant kids. <laughs> if he weren't meddling with those kids. <laughs> All those corpses. <laughs> of kids. <laughs> oh, let's move on. Let's move on. He's so dark. Uh, See our Christmas episode. Jingle <laughs> fucking jangle. Anyway. <laughs> Back to the alien satellite. <laughs> so in February 1960, several magazines and newspapers reported on a mysterious satellite detected by the US military. No one knew where it came from. In March 1960, Time magazine claimed the object was a retro rocket from a Discoverer satellite. See, when a satellite returns to Earth, it fires a retro rocket to slow its descent. The retro rocket has a parachute and is supposed to be picked up by scout planes as it falls. According to Time, when this particular discoverer launched his retro rocket in August 1959, it disappeared and no one noticed it orbiting for five months, even though the Department of Defence employed people whose sole responsibility was the monitoring of objects in space. Weird, don't it? Never a straight answer. Yeah. We saw nothing. Did the astronaut Gordon Cooper see it? Some claim that in 1963, astronaut Gordon Cooper saw a UFO cut across the sky while on a Mercury 9 spaceflight over Perth in Australia. Reports indicate the object was also seen on the radar at the Mukia tracking station outside Perth. Cooper has explicitly denied these claims, and others are convinced he was coerced into silence. Mm. You got to him as well. You got to Orgas. that's it. Uh, in 1974, Scottish astronomy writer Duncan Lunan purported to have decoded the LDE's Jorgen Howells heard in the 20s. Lunan claimed there were a map of the star system Epsilon Butis. <laughs> it's got a umlauts on the yeah. L. I had to say Butis. Could the message have come from aliens on a planet in the Epsilon Butis system? Mm. Well, that's what he claims. He's an astronomer. Not yeah. light. I don't know what the Epsilon he claims that the, system is. The stars aren't lined up now, but if you go back 13,000 years, they were. So it is the probe from 13,000 years ago. Could and if well then, if, it has to be alien, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. Well, no, not if you believe oh, ancient civilizations. Well, it could yeah. be a remnant of maybe that was their Atlantis. The GPS system. You have to have yeah. satellites to have GPS. They could have had... A technology that advanced we don't know it's all been oh, yeah. wiped out so i suppose you've got we're looking at two distinct possibilities here yeah. well the two the two most likely in my mind mm-hmm. obviously number one aliens yeah. number two we've had many civilizations on this planet have got to a point and then destroyed mm-hmm. themselves and enough of us survived to rebuild and get to this point again or a meteor hit them and 
Yeah, yeah. Either way, we've had some civilization enders and mm -hmm. we've come back. Yeah. Because you've got a plucky bulldog spirit. Yeah. It could be us from the past left Earth and went to Epsilon Butis and left behind. <laughs> huh? Well, because the okay. they decoded it, didn't they? You haven't got what it says, have you? No. It, apparently it said, start here. What did, sorry? Oh. He decoded the LEDs and he mapped out the delays from the echoes and right. found they formed a pattern of the Bootis constellation. Right. And he decoded the message and it, it apparently comes from a start point between the orbits of Earth and the Moon. Ah. Wow. Orbiting the Earth, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And apparently the coded message said, start here, our home is Epsilon Bootis, which is a double star. We live on the sixth planet of seven. Check that, six of seven. Counting outwards from the sun, which is the larger of the two. Our sixth planet has one moon, our fourth planet has three, our first and third planets each have one. Our probe is in the orbit of your moon. This updates the position of Arcturus shown on our maps. Wow. That's incredible, but also... It could be bollocks. Isn't it? The <laughs> but you know that thing with, with Zachariah Sitchin, he translated the tablets. But he's the only one on Earth who's done... It's, it's a total guessing game. Is it that similar to... That's that man's interpretation. This might as well be the Book of Mormon and the fucking uh, tablets and the seer stones. And he's not like Zachariah Stitch. He's like, well, I say it's I this, think so it it's, says I this. don't know how he decoded the message, but he was a Scottish science writer, so he's not a, he's not a scientist. He's probably a fan of anything. But let's never... never <laughs> never discount the uh, Scottish pension for cheap whiskey. And tenant super. They're good scientists though as well, aren't they? They are. Alexander Graham Bell. And engineers. So wasn't the guy? In I mean, the I don't know. Seven? This guy could be bang. What if that is absolutely bang on? Which one is the sixth planet? Well, is it in the system? They're just oh, in their system. Yeah, in oh, their system. Fuck. I was going to say like they're only down the road on Venus or something. No, oh. no, Venus is quite close to the sun as well. Gone the other way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It'd be um, the ninth planet, Neptune. Mm. There were six away. But yeah, it's a different star system. Basically, right. when you look in the sky in the northern hemisphere, you see the plough. You ever seen the constellation of the plough? I'm aware of it, but I've not seen it in the sky. You, you, you'll have seen it in I'm the sky. You, it's, it's, well, it's a very big... It's, some of the brightest stars in the sky, that's where these stars are. Right. Well... So, we... So he's saying, from the decoded message, we fucked off in the past and left Earth. And left mm. that behind. This is where we are now. Come, yeah. come and join us. Mm. Come join us, Earthlings. Um, Nothing uh, bad will happen. We maybe will that's you. what the elites are trying to do, but only them are the ones that are going to go, and they're leaving the planet to fucking yeah. <laughs> explode. And so, in the Endeavour, which is a space shuttle, in 1998, captured a picture of something floating outside the craft. NASA wrote it off as a lost thermal blanket, but others contend it seems too rigid to be a blanket. And there is a video further down which we'll watch off air because it's a little bit, we have to skip through it a little bit. So apparently it's also visited Earth. In August 2015, footage emerged from Jacksonville, Florida, showing a mysterious object hovering in the sky. It looked like suspiciously like the object in the photo from the Endeavour, and some claim it is the Black Knight satellite. Yes, I've seen that blanket. Yeah, I don't believe that. Wouldn't that disintegrate quickly? And like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I don't know what it's it made It wouldn't of. be black. 
mm. because the sun would bleach it. Right. Yeah, but the bottom of the oh. show is black. Yeah, but I'm trying to say, if it's been in space since 1998 or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then it'll bleach, wouldn't it? In the sun, sure, like the flags did. Or would it, it would have been, been there for that eight, that long. It would have just got into the atmosphere yeah, and burned, yeah, wouldn't probably. it? It would have had a, a retrograde or too big to be a blanket. It's hard to have a sense of perspective. perspective yeah. 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 You've got nothing to compare it to. It still looks pretty big. It looks pretty big. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it does. You're right. Unless you can go and check this out, it's the photo of the Black Knight from the uh, Endeavour shuttle mission. Yeah. His blanket, is it big, that is? Hard to the joints. Easy. <laughs> Big Daddy versus Andre the Giant. That would have been a wrestling mm. match for the ages. Yeah. I would have liked to see Big Daddy versus Hogan. Oh, yeah. Well, here's here's the thing though. Back to the Black Knight. That picture that we're looking at, and if you can find it, listening like Ben just said, Google that Endeavor picture. It's not really very sort of. That's not a good shape, is it, for a satellite? Or I'm no expert, but it's just like a bit. Looks like a bit of rough. It well, all that, up, so that's it. I mean, all of ours yeah, have sort of big sort of solar panelled wings. Yeah, that's very you're true. Going, you're going by our technology. You don't know what the fuck alien technology is. It's 13,000 years old. Yeah. Who knows? I mean... That's true. Or it could just be a, a lump of space rock. Well, it could be. But these, I mean, as we said earlier, asteroids do get caught in the atmosphere, but it's very, very rare. Mm. And... Usually, they just come down eventually. You know? I'm not buying the thermal blanket. No. How did they lose the thermal blanket? Well, they, they did lose one, apparently. Oh, right. It has been documented. They, they lose loads lost. of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I suppose, and they're doing jobs. Have you seen how much space debris there is? Mm. Well, yeah. You look at a map, you can see it all. It's like incredible. It's just like yeah, covered. They have to time launches yeah. now around the fucking debris. I mean, if we're, not, we're destroying the Earth. We're not content we're to that. Fucking, uh, do you know what I mean? It's incredible. Mad. I, I was thinking of writing a story like they should be a, a, like space bin men. Yeah. Someone's going to yeah. invent well, that. Someone, scene, is devo- someone uh, has designed a robot up there just to collect trash. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking about a comedy in space, a bit like Red Dwarf, just working class bin men type people, only they're in orbit. <laughs> like, yeah. Clearing up shit. Copyright me, there's an idea in there somewhere. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it could be another just heap of shit, couldn't it? lump of shit, a lump of something. Could have been, because don't things I imagine smash into each other eventually in orbit? Mm, if possibly, yeah. Because I, I was hearing, yeah. we talked about it on I think the Star Wars episode, I think, strangely, we talked about how like a fleck of paint That's that right. chips off a, a satellite in space could fly around in orbit so fast, come around, hit your windscreen of your space station and fucking... Yeah, yep. It's Take something like going off with the force of a hand grenade because yeah, it's going to 5,000 kilometres yeah. fucking second or something ridiculously fast. So I imagine um, that things might clash up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so stuff hits stuff. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of non-alien explanations. I think potentially because we've got the alien tech, mm. what if this is some kind of long-range transmitter for our solar warden fleet out there patrolling the mm-hmm. edge of it. You know, what if this is like, right, well, we've got solar warden, we've had it since the 60s. Maybe that is solar warden. Yeah. Maybe it's a weapon. Mm. It's like, well, we put Star Wars up there, maybe this is just the... This is like a massive fucking mm. orbital cannon. Yeah. Ooh, that's pretty fucking cool. It is. Grimdark, but 
Maybe that's how we survive meteorite yeah. impacts because civilization was wiped out before and we've learned they hold on to that knowledge, the elites, but they don't let us know that 12,000 years ago we were as even more advanced than we are now but were wiped out by meteorites. So we have this laser beast in orbit to um, protect us from that. I don't know. One of the planets does a good job of it. Is it Saturn or Venus or Jupiter? Jupiter. Is it, yeah. It's the biggest one, it's isn't it? It's Jupiter, our isn't it? Basically, if it wasn't there, we'd be fucked a yeah. thousand times over. Like, it's a big, awesome shield. Thank you, Jupiter. Thanks, yeah. Jupiter. Let's have a Jupiter Appreciation Day. We fucking should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. We wouldn't be here without him. But on that, we'll have that Jupiter Appreciation Day, and the day yeah. after, we'll get hit by a meteoroid, <laughs> and all the fucking all the survivors be cursing Jupiter. Yeah. Do you remember that in the nineties when, when you got to see it live happening? That meteoroid. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking amazing. I remember seeing that as a kid, thinking, "What the fuck?" Then you literally saw the fucking explosion yeah. as it went. Went in, yeah. Levy Shoemaker 9, I believe it was called, the, the asteroid. Is that there, or is that from Deep Impact? I don't know. Because I'm <laughs> sure it was something similar. I don't know. Google it, listen. <laughs> that was a terrible film, actually, Deep Impact. I don't know if I've seen that one. Yeah, it gets Morgan Freeman. Is that the Morgan Freeman one? Yeah, right. yeah. Because they all melted. And Elijah Woods. Because what was the one that came out at exactly the same Armageddon time? Armageddon with Bruce Armageddon. Willis. And the star yeah, still in cast. about that one. I'll spend my life. <laughs> that song got less awful for me though. It's still awful, but less awful because I never realised somebody was talking about it on a podcast. He's talking about his daughter, so he's watching a baby sleep. That's yeah. way less like than like the sentiment of yeah. If he's singing to a lover, it's just like come on. Nobody watches it. Why are you watching a <laughs> You could be doing shit that she doesn't normally let you do because she's asleep. <laughs> you could be watching the hardcore pornography. Anything. You could be on your PlayStation. Sneaky downstairs after I was drinking. Yeah. You know, not that that's a thing. Moving <laughs> 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 um, on. In January 2016, footage from the International Space Station showed an object that looked suspiciously like the Black Knight satellite floating nearby. NASA provided no explanation for the mystery object. Never a straight answer. Yeah. In 2015, Pepsi released a short film entitled Black Knight Decoded. A story follows characters played by uh, David Olwo, I think and Frida Pinto as they decode transmissions from the Black Knight satellite and release them to the world. Throughout the short, the government tries desperately to shut the operation down. Does the government actually know something about Black Knight? Maybe, but take this evidence with a grain of salt. It was written and produced by a noted liar, James Frey, and also it's basically just an extended music video for an Usher song and it was made by Pepsi. Why would Pepsi make it? Why would Pepsi make it? I think it's... Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the theory it's obviously you know I have zero evidence to back this up but some high up executive at Pepsi got to be one of the wealthiest people alive Pepsi have to be one of the biggest companies on earth yeah. don't they oh and all so, their subsidiaries guys yeah, so some mega higher up at Pepsi you know got access to a bit of knowledge doesn't like it Mm. And he thinks, oh, I've got power and money. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna subconsciously, I'm gonna, well, not even that subtly or subconsciously. I'm gonna blatantly tell people through a fucking music video, the biggest secret 
that the elites have just because he's a bit of a troll a bit of a mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. fuck you to the other elites yeah you mean like or, when they release the island or it could simply be that Pepsi are that cynically good at marketing and advertising they know that there is an absolute rise in the proliferation of conspiracy theory through normal population through people who you wouldn't normally associate especially with especially aliens yeah in this day and age look at Bud Light yeah they did the alien can there for the uh, yeah. storming of so it could just be incredibly good marketing basically mm-hmm. like yeah we know people are into this shit in this day and age or it could be a coded yep. message yeah I still think it's slightly weird that Pepsi mm. would make that yeah why Pepsi? What the fuck's it even have? Like, it doesn't even expressly mention no. Pepsi. No, no, no one is drinking a Drake. Pepsi. Okay, it's a Drake yes. song, but to us mm-hmm. three sat here, we don't know who the fuck Drake is. It's Usher. Oh, sorry, Usher. <laughs> I don't know who that is either. And I wouldn't be, be able to explain. It's a thong song, didn't he? Okay, I remember yeah. that. That's yeah. when we were at school. Thong, 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 thong. But, like, so it wasn't even overtly, like, that much of a music video, was it? It's a bit strange. Yeah. Of all the ways of promoting. Yeah. I like the fact that they said, oh, it's ancient Sumerian. That's pretty cool and the, detail. And it's like, well, hang on, because that ties then into the Anunnaki. Mm. And we don't want them coming back, because we're back down the gold mine again, won't we? Well, Sumerian. Damn you, Anunnaki. Damn you, Anunnaki. <laughs> well, I go back to my earlier theory that I came up with on the fly, that ancient Sumer, ancient, even older than that, maybe it was just simply a communication satellite similar to what we have up there now. You know what I mean? They just yeah. got as advanced as we are now and they, they died out, they were wiped out, but it doesn't mean their satellite would be, would it? That's it, yeah. Also, just because the entire world for one night on a full moon decides we're all going to be lovey-dovey doesn't excuse the sort of last, I don't know, couple of hundred years of mass warfare and genocide and it, all the nukes put in each uh, and all the nukes do you think put, on I mean, that the day aliens aren't stupid no, on that know. day where we're all doing that peace thing do you think the wars are going to start all no, the wars no. are just going to start they're not like, going to give a fuck about it are they, no. are, they no. are the child soldiers going to be pulled out of the mines in Africa yeah. and things like that are they going to stop cluster bombing Yemen no no no, no. Because the thing so, is, like, if you think of it, the Amazon rainforest, right? Well, they've got no fucking knowledge that this is going on whatsoever. Exactly. They're still like, someone might fucking stab someone else, you know? Yeah. You know, is it gonna, like you said, is it gonna stop the child yeah. soldiers in Africa off their face on fucking crack? Or the cannibals in Papua New Guinea? Yeah. So no, your argument's flawed, Pepsi. <laughs> nice, 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 nice message, sir. We love it. I, I like the message. But yeah, I, I, st- I don't know. I just think that's kind of weird for them to make that. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Or very cynical of them and clever. Mm. You know, just playing in the zeitgeist. They know conspiracy theory is a thing. Alien belief is a thing. And maybe it is a nice... Because they like to go for this, don't they? Remember when they fucked it up with the the advert they tried to do during the riots when all the rioting was happening in America yeah. and Kylie Jenner or whoever it was, like, offers, Open Pepsi. she offers yeah. a Pepsi and gives it to the... Right riot police and it calms everything down and everyone literally saw this they, it got took off the air quick they fucked yeah. up they misjudged it I can but, obviously, that. I mean, but obviously they like to use social justice and that kind of thing as a platform to sell yeah, cola yeah. this idea of oh well peace we're all one guys it's they, they're not above using that in a cynical ploy to just sell more fucking cola no also, I do, I, but man, I do like the idea of yeah. some, some rogue exec being, no, it's very important. <laughs> you want the new promotion to be based on what? It's, it's called the Black Knight, okay? 
They've decoded an ancient yeah. Sumerian... Signal, right? <laughs> Hang on a minute, this is code, this is Pepsi. Where does the, where does the Usher sound play? Yeah. It, it will just... We'll play at the end! Who's paying for this shit? <laughs> Me! Mr Pepsi! Now just do the fucking advert, I fucking won! Tell Usher to suck my Pepsi! I like the fact you think the guy who owns Mr Pepsi is called, called, called Mr Pepsi. Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> I have the largest share. I'm Mr Pepsi. I'm Mr Pepsi. <laughs> that's how business works. I, 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 the CEO of McDonald's is Ronald McDonald. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> creepy, that creepy bastard. Yeah. Remember creepy. in our local McDonald's, there used to be, there must be them all over the country. There used to be, there's no Ronald McDonald things now. Yeah, but yeah. for the listeners, this was horrific. Remember, there used to be a bench yeah, with a, yeah. mo- a giant molded plastic Ronald yeah, at the yeah. end of the bench, and his arm was out like that, so you had to sit. Oh, God, it was freaky and horrible. With his arm around you. Mm, yeah. Who didn't yeah. have a children's party at McDonald's, man? It was yeah. a I had thing, wasn't it? I was thinking about speaking that to my dad, and he said, Do you remember? They used to throw them fucking spoons on the floor, and you had to go, you had to go pick as many up as you could. Yeah. Was this Romania? The little McDonald's old plastic stirrers, yeah. little spoons. Yeah. What they used to do, mm-hmm. one of the party games, is they would have a that. bag of them, and they'd throw them down, you had to pick as many as you could, you wouldn't bonus food. Oh, uh, I can remember doing like balloon games and stuff. Yeah, I don't remember the pick up plastic but, spoons. Did you just say there's no Ronald McDonald stuff in there anymore? No, I, I went what? in there a couple of weeks ago and there is no. Um, they, they, in they, the Telford one anyway, there is no sort of. They've moved beyond Ronald. They've moved beyond Ronald. Right. Yeah, well, everyone uh, knows clones are creepy and pedos. Right, right. And possibly serial killers. Yeah, that what? bench was fucking horrible. We apologise to any clone listeners. No, fuck the clone <laughs> listeners. I don't care about the clone. I don't care about the clone market. Fuck them. To be honest, when I sat on the big moulded plastic thumb, it went right up my arse. <laughs> I, I was violated, yeah, and I blame Ronald. That wasn't a thumb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have to sit on it either. The bench was free, but <laughs> he still violated me. It was the organ energy they just wanted it from you, from your young, young subtle body. You stay away from my organs, Ronald. Your organ energy, yeah. Back to the Black Knight. Yeah. Spotted near the International Space Station. In January 2016, footage of the International Space Station, the ISS, showed an object that looked suspiciously like the Black Knight satellite floating nearby. NASA provided no explanation for the mystery object. So we'll watch that now. So yeah, we watched the footage just, and um, you can go and find it. It's January 2016 footage shows an object that looks like the Black Knight. Now, it's ten minutes long, seven minutes long, sorry. And I think the first couple of minutes possibly look genuine. Gaz and I both think that the, the footage after that, as it gets closer and starts, you know, to pick up to define shape, looks a bit CGI yeah, for us. Doesn't look a bit. Right, you might. Could be, yeah. I, I, don't, I wouldn't like to say that. I'm on the fence. But I think the first bit had something to it, possibly. Mm. And I think whoever's made that has then tried to, to sex it up. Yeah, I agree. Very so, interesting. Uh, apparently, Philip K. Dick was contacted by him. Oh, yeah. Is this why he was meant or? Yeah, probably. In that interview we watched. <laughs> yes, go and see Mandela Effect. Mm. Yeah, when he just rambled on for eight minutes, I couldn't make out what the <laughs> fuck he was on about. Excuse me, too many. On. Yeah. He rambled on. Yeah. He was basically saying that he's 
seen a different parallel universe or something, a different timeline, yeah, yeah. and he, some woman with black hair came back and told him that he'd been receiving messages. He was doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. You know. Mm. Let's see what he what did he have to say then. Well, he kept a journal in which he documented his experience with an extraterrestrial being. Part of this journal were published in a collection called the Exegesis, which included detailed passages about recurring hallucinations Dick experienced. These visions involved an entity he called the Vast Active Living Intelligence System, or Valis. Good band. Vast. No, Valis. Oh. Mm. Yeah, they're like a stoner rock band. Vast are also a big band. Yeah. Dick claimed Valis was a satellite, the sole purpose of which was to act as a communication tool between humans and extraterrestrial beings. Does that sound familiar? Mm. And really the only thing we don't know is no one knows where the name Black Knight came from. Now we mentioned it previously that it could have been a British rocket name or... Yeah. So that's the Black Knight satellites are what we're going for. I mean, that's where are we at? Have you got anything else, Mike? Yeah, Project Corona. Oh, Project Corona, sorry, yeah. It was a programme, it was a series of American strategic reconnaissance satellites produced and operated by the CIA. Those bastards. Yeah. Uh, with substantial assistance from the US Air Force. The, the Corona satellites were used for photographic surveillance of the Soviet Union the People's Republic of China and other areas beginning in June 1959 and ending in May 1972. So 59, when they're saying we can't have satellites, well, the thing is that Black Knight satellites are meant to be fucking huge, which these things probably weren't, I'd imagine. Yeah, and maybe they weren't in orbit. Mm. Or maybe they were, I don't know. Yeah, because Sputnik was up with them, wasn't it? 59, yeah. yeah. So what was the... But it doesn't explain about the sightings in 54. No, or Tesla's experience. Yeah. That could have been Pulsar stars. Mm -hmm. well, but also the guy in the do. 20s who picked up the same yeah. thing. You know. Although there are scientific explanations possibly for the MLDs. There are, but the corona... I mean, the thing is, it doesn't go beyond the realms of possibility for me. Just because the, Sputniks launch, the Russians launched Sputnik... The US didn't have that fucking technology as it was. And we're just, instead of going, hmm, space race, nah, let's use it to spy on people. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me if they had that tech and when the Russians did Sputnik, they thought, oh shit, well we've got that, but they've now beat us to it in terms of the world. You know, the world's seen that, we've got that, but we didn't announce it. That doesn't surprise me. But if we believe that the conspiracy theory is that in '47 we got all the alien tech, that's true. We haven't. One thing we haven't said is it. Whatever crashed at Roswell, was that a scout ship which came from a mothership and is the Black Knight the mothership? Yeah. So they used somehow the Black Knight to get here from another uh, galaxy, then left in smaller ships because if it's huge, apparently. yeah, fifteen tons potential. It's not massive, is no, it? But it's, it'll be enough to sustain a ship. 15 tons, a couple of ships, I don't know. The thing that crashed at Roswell was a little... Ship, the, well, or maybe it could be a Bracewell probe. But could they wouldn't have got probe. it. We talked about this on Roswell, wouldn't they? They couldn't have got all the way from another galaxy in a little foil. Well, we don't know. Fucking, well, we probably travelled... Didn't we say we we came to the conclusion it may have travelled fucking... like Through a wormhole. Yeah, basically. Yeah, because theoretically you can bend space. Mm. 
So what if this thing is like a wormhole amplifier? Could be. And that's what we get. The uh, UFO sightings, uh, the flying, the unidentified craft. Mm. Could be a lot of things. Could be a thermal blanket. Could be a thermal blanket <laughs> dropped by some careless astronauts. Could be a lump of rock. I'm going with ancient satellite of human origin. Ooh, it's Ooh. human origin. Mm-hmm. From you going for man? I'm going for the um, the alien option. I think that they're they're, they're watching us. I think it's um, for many reasons. Maybe we're a zoo. Maybe we're a prison planet. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're. Maybe they've heard of our reputation because we can be a little bit. Cunty. That's it, and 13,000 years ago we were still being cunty to each other. Mm. So, yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe they're just checking us out. Maybe they created us and they're keeping like Maybe we're a reality TV show <laughs> for these fuckers. <laughs> Who knows? I think it's uh, the ancient equivalent of the Star Wars program. Just or like... the ancient GPS or ancient Wi Fi. Mm. Just they had. I'm, I'm going for. There was a civilization at the similar level technology that we've got now, so they'd have space stuff, yeah, satellites, and you know they were wiped out, but their space tech wasn't. Yeah, that makes know, sense. As good as any. We'll never know. I'm going for probably space junk, but I'm not. <laughs> but I'm not ruling it out. I'm on the fence. No surprises there. <laughs> I'm a scientist. Scientists yeah. used on the fence. Unless it's conclusive. How many splinters have you got here? Ask a lot. A hundred and something episodes yeah. in, and Mike hasn't got off the fence yet. But also, nobody can like point to him and go, "Ah, you dick! You were so wrong." That's it's true. This. Well, I, I always stand by the alien side of things. It's, it's my thing. Well, definitely food for thought. Very interesting. Yeah. I think there's, I think there's something up there. Mm. I do. Yeah. I, I watch. I think there's something there. And would NASA tell us? No, of course they fucking wouldn't. No, I mean, we haven't even got disclosure yet. They're going to announce there's been a. A 15-ton satellite going on a polar orbit for the last 13,000 years, are they? No. They also I mean, they don't like, want to admit to not knowing what something mm, is. That's also true. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing is, all right, this, uh, the US Navy going, oh, we're seeing these unidentified aerial phenomenon every day. Mm. Our fighters are just, like, being left in, in their wake. Yeah. And then NASA goes, oh, by the way, <laughs> that's all. So we've got soft disclosure with that. Mm-hmm. That's a soft disclosure, mm-hmm. isn't it? Now, imagine the fucking panic... If they said, oh, by the way, last 13,000 years, being watched by an alien race and satellite in space, everyone would freak the fuck out. Uh, it's, by the way, it's also monitoring every single thing our fucking I'm not so sure we would so. now. I think, I think it'd be like that. in the 50s and the 40s mm. and the 60s, and maybe the population. I never underestimate the but human. Now we're saturated with alien stuff. I think people just go, well, yeah, I thought so anyway. We touched on this. It surprise me. Yeah, being yeah, psychically prepared. No, I think we a lot would. Of people would. You think our parents would cope well with that news? Yeah, my mum believes in them. Is she? Yeah, she's a total believer in aliens. I don't know why. <laughs> Which my dad's. Have you told her the Kelly Hawkins voice? I literally cannot I comprehend. My dad's my always skeptic. My mum loves computing that, that knowledge. I'm <laughs> trying to picture what it would do. I cannot. So they're watching the news. Breaking, you know, tonight's top story in an emergency bulletin. We have made contact with extraterrestrial life. He got pork chops in the freezer, Alby. <laughs> is curry coming back on tonight? Or is it going to be this alien stuff all bloody night? <laughs> have you put the bins out yet? I just can't imagine <laughs> you know, Whereas I think I might go outside and have a joint, look at the sky a bit and be like, I can do it, man. 
I wonder if they're going to fuck us up or be friends with us. I don't know, everyone. But I also think that Pepsi advert that we watched, where they all start making peace signs and lovely, beautiful patterns for him, I think it'll be something similar to that, but it will People will be desperately panicked. They find out that satellite's observing us. They'll be drawing giant cocks and there'll yeah. be people <laughs> doing like a man bending over a sheep and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you know, there'll yeah. be people trying to do serious yeah. things as well, art projects and community stuff, but there will also be pranksters. Yeah. The world's biggest cock will be drawn, of made course, out of people. Yeah. Of yeah. course. A world record people get together. I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> no. Nothing sums up humanity like a giant cock. Does or, it? or men. A giant cock and balls, a bunch of people acting as those little couple little of fucking squirts, juice, juice squirts. Yeah. Or lying Should down. do a vein on it as well. Yeah, just a little really vein on it as well. <laughs> <laughs> you can guarantee that. The entire population of fucking Bristol go out and do it or something like that. Imagine trying to compute it in their galaxy, like, they're using their bodies to make giant representations of their genitalia. Yeah. <laughs> we see this as a sign of disrespect. We shall glass the planet to move <laughs> yeah. right, I bet you'll get fucking rednecks trying to chuck stuff at yeah. you, but then the bottles fall back down and smash yeah. <laughs> Redneck deaths. Fuck you, Black Knight, Sandlot. Black Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one's gonna make it, Billy Bob George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Cool, man. I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I think there's something up there. I think, I think yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't tell us about it if there was, let's face it. Nah. Well, if you're watching, right on, dude. Yeah. Or something. Oh god, they probably are. He's probably getting funneled. Free Biff Tannen? Come on, alien satellite. You must admit, it's pretty fucked up that he's there at the end. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just want to pray at the altar of an alien god. We can make one. <laughs> oh, a real yeah, one. Not a fake oh, one. Right, oh, right. <laughs> well, we'd, really we'd have to leave Telford for that. Oh, yeah. Come on. There's a lot of effort in it. <laughs> we don't leave Telford. <laughs> Uh, Maybe if they just installed the altar in the flat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're a fucking agrophobe. <laughs> I'm turning into one. I really am. Outside's for losers. Look, <laughs> it is, man. It's full of skunk pusses and jism monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going out there. <laughs> well, there's Mike's take. A modern Britain, it's full of skunk pusses and jism monkeys. Wow, could we wrap up the Black Knight segment so I can have yeah, a piss? Yeah, yeah, I, I think we've covered that. Okay, let's do some weird news and for Alex. Yeah. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. So let's end on some weird news and full Alex. So what we got first, Mike, on the weird news? Parents hire menacing Wrinkles the Clown to terrify their misbehaving children. Some female. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Everyone, including me, knows, cl knows clowns can be scary. But what about one hired out by parents to spook their own kids? <laughs> Wrinkles the Clown is a new online documentary about a US urban legend of the same name, sparked by a series of viral videos of an apparently real-life Pennywise. In 2014, 
a YouTube page titled HVUScene Wrinkles posted security camera footage of a child sleeping in their room before a clone silently emerges from under their bed and destroys the footage. <laughs> wow. According to the description, the video was supposedly shot in Sarasota, Florida in June 2013, one of the earliest, quote, sightings of Wrinkles the Clown. Cliff's been viewed more than 900,000 times, and as Wrinkles' popularity as an urban legend grew and more sightings were shared on social media, he can typically be seen wearing a red and white polka dot suit with black gloves and a white mask and black eye holes with receding white hair. His horrifying appearance is not what you expect from a children's party clown. But the legends claim some parents have invited them into their lives for a different reason. For a few hundred dollars, Wrinkles will apparently make an appearance at a social event, prank your friends, or even stand menacingly outside someone's house, clutching a handful of balloons to complete the look. Wow. Wrinkles has not revealed his true identity in interviews, choosing to stay in character. The only information that he has revealed is his divorcee, former veteran from Rhode Island, who moved to Florida after he retired. But instead of taking up golf, he decided to buy a creepy clown mask, some business cards and stickers, advertising a number for his service. And he must be getting off on psychologically traumatising <laughs> yeah. children. Yeah. He must be. Some of my favourite videos from a few years back on YouTube, and there weren't that many of them, but there were enough to make compilations, were... Remember the clown craze where mm. people were just hanging out, trying to freak people out? Videos of people trying to do that, but then it backfiring and the clown either being chased or shot at or beaten. Yeah. In, in the UK, we had a guy dressed as mm. Batman, yeah. who dressed as Christian Bale's Dark Knight, and chased away the clones. Amazing. I saw one where he tried to, it was in America, he tried, like a fool was just stood in the highway, and like, a car full of lads just got out and beat him up. <laughs> just like, good. It was just one of them, and it's like, what did you, you know? Yeah. Anyway, this guy wrinkles. We're looking at. Oh God, because I'm not on these. I'm not bothered by clowns, Ben. But I am if they're making the. That's a. He's making the effort to be. Yeah. Creepy. yeah. And he's coming out my fucking bed. Yeah. He's crawling from underneath. Yeah. There's a photo here. Some parents have done that. Yeah. To their kid. Can you did imagine they, it? What, what the fuck? What would you do if your dad did that to you as a kid? Well, obviously I'd be in some kind of mental institution by now. Some kind of mental asylum. That is so... I mean... it's. Be, I can't imagine the trauma it would cause. They must I mean, look hate at the, their Look at the window, guys. Oh, they must hate their children. They really... So you're charged misbehaving, so you you call this fucking clown to freak them out? I've heard seriously give them fucking major social Mm. problems and emotional problems with it. Every now and then I sneak up on the girls and go, rah, jump into a room or something, and there's genuine screams for a second, and like then a a second of laughing realisation, then anger. Like almost instantly, it happens really fast. Like ah, because <laughs> like, being scared isn't fun. Like, no, and that's just a gentle, you know. If I was actually in some horrific costume, yeah, I just I don't used know. to babysit. Yeah, I used to pretend <laughs> that the devil had overtaken me. <laughs> I was coming to get them. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Probably traumatizing poor kid. <laughs> 
Wow. Very dark. That is dark. Well, well why did you do that? Takes. Just for entertainment. That wasn't your niece and nephew, was it? No, it was my next door neighbours. The devil. One, one that we saw in the ice hockey. Mm. That was her. Oh, she looks well adjusted. <laughs> oh, man. Do you know how much of a big thing it was for me to bump the, the Rory the Tiger? Fist bump him. Oh, I'm, I don't like claims. For the listener, that was the mascot at yeah. the ice hockey game. He went, yeah. <laughs> you don't like... raped by a mascot. <laughs> oh, you don't like them. No, I wasn't raped by a mascot. <laughs> I just, I don't like clones, mm-hmm. and I don't like the people who dress up as mascots. They freak me out a little bit. Their entire raison d'etre is to make people happy. I know, but these There's a freaking... picture of me with a Care Bear at 10 for 10 centimetres. <laughs> Big giant Care Bear, I was about five. Rory the Lion, Rory the Tiger, sorry, the, dressed as an ice hockey player, fist bumped you in a corridor whilst walking from just buying your beer. That was pretty fucking It cool. was, but do you know how much it took me to do that? <laughs> as a 36-year-old man, I had to overcome my fear. A fucking mascot. Of mascots? <laughs> <laughs> I can understand clowns, but... I mean, what's it? You could easily get away from a mascot, mate. Easily. Well, it's a bit the fuck it, I mean. Unless they fall on top of you. You know That's what it. I mean? Then you're just I actually, enveloped under the A few years ago, I had one in the Thames Centre who was advertising a cinema, and he was dressed as like a, a roll, a, a strip of film. You know, the old uh, yeah, cinema right. logo, yeah. pro, uh, mascot. How and old he, were you? Uh, I was in my late 20s. All right, okay. And he approached me, and I just looked at him and said, fuck off. <laughs> and carry on walking. <laughs> He's going to give me a fucking cinema voucher. Yeah. But I was just overcome by panic. Mm-hmm. Must have keep my cool. What do you think's going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so going to fucking... Next hockey game we go to, we're getting a picture of you all cuddled up yeah. with Rory with his arms around you. It's going to be awesome. That's not going to happen. The look of panic on Ben's... Yeah, That's come on. You've got to. Come on. Nah. Yeah. I'll fist bump him, but I'll hug him. Three pints, if you could. Three pints, eh? Oh, shit, what we're doing. No. Three two-pinters or three no, pints? No, no, no. I'll buy one two-pinter if you cuddle Rory for a photo. One two-pinter and one pint. No, <laughs> let No, just one. Mate, it's good. It was three beers a minute ago. It was three beers. It was a joke. I don't want to actually lose currency, sterling, <laughs> because you have some irrational fear of happy characters <laughs> who want to make you happy and have fun with you and they don't even talk. Is that what it is? Because they're silent and yeah. not like wavy yeah, and stuff. Yeah, don't like it. How about if sometimes you get a glimpse of the human eyes like through the mouth Ooh, or something? Oh, like that. <laughs> Rory's Maybe there's a kind of changeling. <laughs> Rory's a hockey player. He's more likely to pull your shirt over your head and punch you than touch your genitals. I'd kick his fucking ass. <laughs> Okay, should we do the next news story? Moving on. Good news, these pills will make your fart smell like chocolate and roses. Well, mine already do. You could fucking do it unless you smell it. Mine already do smell like that. The fucking Satan's chocolate. Go on, Mike. What's happening? These pills are developed by an inventor called Christian Poincheval, who is from the western town of Gesverez in claims they can change your smelly gross gas into a lovely fragrance of none other than chocolate or roses. Yes, you will be shooting roses out of your butt, basically. Which is what I do. According to Puncheval, he has been developing the pill since 2007. 
The pill is reportedly all natural and there is nothing medical or drug based in the product. Lutin Malin, where the pills are sold, says the origin of the fart pill came to life when Point Cheval said to himself, it would be more appropriate to be able to fart without bothering the neighbours. What's he doing? What's he eating? Bothering the neighbours? We were at a table with friends after a copious meal when we were nearly asphyxiated ourselves with our smelly farts. Uh, the gas wasn't the great... That great. Wasn't that great for our table neighbours. So something had to be done about this. You can disguise the sound of a fart, but not the stench. Just hold it in. Yeah, go to the room and do yeah. it. So that's when he began his hard work to develop the magical pill. How exactly they are made? Well, according to Luton Malin... They had initially used mint and oestrogen for the pills, but unfortunately farts still stunk up the place, so we turned to natural dietary supplement ingredients. Those ingredients were tested, and in the end, it was that special mix that provided different benefits that gave the desired effect. Can you imagine the testing? Think of some, oh. think of some blokes some Brussels sprouts. Oh. And some oestrogen. Right. And, and they're going to have tits and farts everywhere. Yeah. And then all he's next to his arse. Yeah. <laughs> his bare arse. I take the pills. Right, they fart. Eat the Brussels sprouts, they fart. Oh, yeah, it still smells like shit. <laughs> still smells like shit, right? Change the mixture. How much trial and error went on with oh, this, God. is what I'm trying to say. I mean, come on. You got. Oh, yeah, he's still sticking the room out. Yeah, I got a bit of fucking wet in my face as well when he did it. Yeah. Yeah, alright. Well, we need to change the mixture then. Change it. <laughs> no. No good. It's not going to work. Trial and error would not have been fun in this scientific experiment. Unless you're the bloke farting. I love a good fart. I love a rip one out. It's fantastic. It makes me feel good. Well, there's a bloke in a white coat millimetres away from your bum hole, though. <laughs> There is that. Yeah. <laughs> then again, I'd want to really play my strongest, wouldn't I, for that? <laughs> you might get performance anxiety. Ah, that's true. However, the company did note that taking one pill won't automatically make your fart smell like roses. Rather think of it as a treatment. You have to take it every day for it to progressive aromatise your digestive tract. Aromatise? 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 Thus relieving stench and giving it a floral fragrance. Where's mine anyway? They also note the precise dosage depends on the individual's condition, dietary habits and the desired effect. They recommend taking two to six pills every day with your meal, followed by a glass of water. Well, fucking, is well, there anyone done any clinical tests? Well, What's in them? Is it safe? Well, here's my fucking uh. award for the most pointless scientific fucking invention of the century so far. If it works, it's pretty good, oh, you ask me. fuck? We all fart, fuck it. <laughs> You'd have to fucking smell yours, mate. What you do? You, Mine you know smell I mean? great anyway. Right, what's next? Actually, you never stood next to me after a night on Carlsberg. It doesn't matter. Oh. The beer doesn't matter. Carlsberg really fucking hits me. I'm in like this is for you, Gaz. I'm I'm playing it. It's a new feature, right? I'm gonna. I'm, it's gonna be semi-regular. Are you trying to trigger me? Yes, basically, it's called. Can Ben trigger Gaz? <laughs> <laughs> with, with an article. The semi-regular feature. Oh, come on, when I find something I think Gaz will be particularly triggered by. <laughs> so, <laughs> part of weird news, also <clears throat> new. SpongeBob SquarePants promotes, quote, violent and racist colonialism, university professor claims. 
Professor Holly M. Barker believes SpongeBob's home in Bikini Bottom refers to Bikini Atoll, where natives were relocated by the US government for nuclear testing. Well, I didn't know that till she told me. I just thought yeah. Bikini Bottom because... I don't know, bikinis, the beach? No, bikini atoll. Bikini atoll, where the, uh, they test it on the oh, people. And five-year-olds are supposed to know this, I and know, stoners. Yeah. <coughs> Before I've even you, read the fucking article. I'm just telling you that's what I know historically. Never they, heard they, of it. They used to bomb it every day, mate, and they even left some people there and did tests on them to see what the well, Maybe it's a did. joke on that, then maybe it's a joke. Bikini bottom yeah. is at the bottom of that, and that's radioactive, that's why they're all alive. Could be. That's, a, that's actually a conspiracy theory about Spongebob, isn't it? Oh, is it? Because they, Bikini Bottom is Bikini Atoll. Right. And the reason that uh, all these things are trotting around is because all the radiation is mutated. Of course, got you. So it's a bit of a, a fan theory, conspiracy uh, theory about Spongebob. That makes sense. There you go. It does. But it's not racist. Well, let's all. find out what the professor says. Read on, guys. <laughs> SpongeBob Square. I fucking love SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob. I, mean, I, mean, uh, I really, great. really. So when I saw Bob. this, I thought, you know what? He got me this through some lonely, depressed years. This is going to trigger. SpongeBob. Guys. I literally bought box sets and would just chong away on my own horrible. and watch fucking box sets <laughs> of it, mate. Fair because play. it was pure escapism. And what are these bastards going to do to my SpongeBob? SpongeBob SquarePants has been accused of normalising the colonialisation of indigenous lands by a professor at the University of Washington. The children's cartoon, which marked its 20th... Fuck me. Yeah. I remember, though, wow. it came out originally and flopped and went off the air for a few years, uh, and then they right. brought it back, mm. and it became a massive success. Huge. Well, it marked its 20th anniversary this year, but it was criticised in a report by Professor fucking Holly M. Barker. She wrote, quote... SpongeBob SquarePants and his friends play a role in normalising the settler colonial takings of indigenous lands while erasing the ancestral Bikinian people from their non fictional homeland. <laughs> Five year olds watch it, you <laughs> cunt! <laughs> the character SpongeBob is a friendly sea sponge who lives in a pineapple under the sea. Of course. Resist it. Nobody sing it. <laughs> Among the other residents of a town called Bikini Bottom. Professor Barker believes that this is a reference to the real-life Bikini Atoll in the Marshall Islands in the Pacific Ocean. Natives of Bikini Atoll were relocated in 1946 so the US military could use the area for nuclear testing during the Cold War, which drew criticism from the media after it was revealed that the inhabitants were left without adequate food or water to prevent them from starvation. Yeah, there's a brilliant John Pilger uh, film about also it. Also pretty dark. Yeah, yeah, very dark. What's the John Pilger film like? Is this, he covered this, did he? He did, yeah. I forget what it was called. I think it's The Coming War with China, maybe? Later nuclear tests left the islands of the atoll contaminated with enough radiation to affect food growth in the soil, which meant the, in the island's inhabitants were unable to return, and those who did experienced issues such as stillbirths, miscarriages, and genetic abnormalities. It is a massive fucking... It's well, a horrific it's a thing, basically. It's a hellhole, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. What they did is, is unforgivable. But it's our SpongeBob's fault. Yeah. 
So this has given rise to fan theories. Do you know what? This is all new to me. Obviously, I knew, I've seen the footage of them testing out there, but it just never clucked on to me. I never thought that, oh, yeah, maybe people lived there before they started testing. Well, you'd think that they would do it on somewhere uninhabited, yeah. wouldn't you? It just never crossed my mind. It certainly never, and I've watched pretty much all of Spongebob's, it never once crossed my mind that it meant anything deeper than the, the, the silliness that it is. You know what I mean? I, they, these people drive me <laughs> fucking insane trying to find... Normalising it, like, how many fucking of Spongebob's core demographic even know of Bikini at all? You None know? of them, I'd imagine. Or certainly yeah. 95% of them. I don't have many adults know about it. Exactly. Well, I literally, it was yeah. fucking news to me, and I'm not exactly a good test case, but I'm not the most no. dumbest of cut-off of people. The Bikini but, was named from being Bikini at all because it was so shocking. Right. It was like, hey, look at this, it's as shocking as a nuclear blast. You're just covering tits and mange. Mm. Well, so let's read on a little bit. I, I, how does she think it's racist then? Well, this, oh, like you mentioned earlier, this has given rise to fan theories that cartoon inhabitants of Bikini Bottom owe their mutation to the testing. Professor Barker believes that, that as an American character allowed to inhabit an area that natives had no choice but to leave, SpongeBob showed his privilege of not caring about the detonation. <laughs> <laughs> I knew as soon as he said privilege, he was gonna crack. <laughs> so, so SpongeBob. Did it ever express? You say that SpongeBob came from anywhere else? Other, how does she know SpongeBob? Is inhabits an area. He was born there as well, wasn't he? Why is he inhabited somewhere? Or is she on about he's shown his privilege over the actual real humans that had to leave the mm. island? Is that what she's actually fucking saying? Yeah, as a wise imperialist this American. This fucking the yellow sponge who wears a fucking tie and little fucking brogues on his feet, who lives next door to a fucking squid and a starfish, <laughs> right? Who works in a burger joint under the fucking sea. He is rubbing his privilege in the face of the fucking people who are forced off the island of the U.S. government <laughs> from fucking nuclear bombs on. No five-year-old's going to give a fuck about that, are they? <laughs> Professor Barker, fucking you need to reevaluate your fucking life choices, you fucking guys, carry on, you sad bastard, bitch. <laughs> carry on, fuck guys. Me. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I'll take it over, if you want. She also points out that the cultural appropriation of Pacific culture in SpongeBob SquarePants with Hawaiian-style shirts... Homes in the shape of pineapples, tiki's and Easter Oh, do they, do, they have, do they have pineapple houses <laughs> in the fucking Caribbean? And the they? sounds of a steel guitar <laughs> perpetuating stereotypes of the region. <laughs> in the article... It's literally <laughs> set <laughs> in the fucking sea in the... <sighs> in the article, Professor Barker claims that because of these themes, children have become acculturated to an ideology that includes the US character Spongebob residing on another people's homeland. We should, and she goes on to say, we should be uncomfortable with a hamburger-loving American community's occupation of Bikini's Lagoon and the ways that erodes every aspect of sovereignty. <laughs> Gaz, would you like to give me your thoughts on that? <laughs> You're going very red. Full gammon. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> One 
read that into it. <laughs> if that's what one wants to look for. You sounded very calm. The key demographic of SpongeBob fucking SquarePants, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, are fucking children, and I'm pretty sure it's never once popped into a child's mind that, like, no, it, does it really suck that SpongeBob is American and he lives in Hawaii? Those poor Bikini. Hawaiian victims. Bikini. Bikini, Hawaii, it's all the fucking same. Right? <laughs> 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 no guys are pro island people, are pro culture. It's all a bit Hawaii, isn't it? Around there, isn't it? No? It's in Moana. It's all grass skirts and, and hulas, mate. Yeah. Hula dancing. You're welcome. It's from Moana. You, no, don't watch it. I'll tell you what, I'd love to go there. It looks beautiful. Yeah. What, Bikini Atoll? No, Hawaii. Look at Bikini Atoll. It's irradiated. He's fucking people. So what does she suggest? Well, what she, she's not saying that... Actually, she's not saying... Take off the air. Take, no, she's not saying take off the air. And she's not saying that the five-year-olds are thinking that. What she's saying is it's brainwashing the five-year-olds into thinking that taking other people's land and living there is absolutely fine. I can see where Where's she's coming from. I can see where she's coming no, from. You, no, no. I can. Honestly. There's no natives. Who are the natives in SpongeBob's no. invented universe? Yeah, the they this. stole their imaginary land. Well, he, lives, he lives under the fucking sea. He's up, yeah. It's all made up. That's what she <laughs> fucking... She's, he stole it from. They fucking made it up. Yeah, what I'm trying to say is in our psyche as Westerners, right. do you know what I mean? It's the fact that a cartoon was created where the character was American. You know, it was in set in, quote, Bikini Atoll. Yeah. Bikini Bottom. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, the, the psyche. The bottom of the Bikini Atoll. That's just... We don't think anything wrong with that. We just accept it. We, you know, as you say, it's basically it's long-term brainwashing for the kids. Yeah, and it's sort of like it's okay to displace people and take their land. Well, well what did our generation learn then? That, it, that if if you fucking throw turtles in mutagen <laughs> and, and, le and leave them in the sewer, you know. They might. Well, I think she's reading too much into it. Of course, she fucking this yes. fucking silly. Yes, she got too much time on her this, fucking. Hand. This is you know we're pretty left leaning guys. This is just insane. From mm. this is like the hard level. Oh, you can't watch SpongeBob. It's about the fucking yeah, removal of people. They just want to suck no, all no, the fucking joy and fun out it's, of everything. It's just a fucking cartoon. You know, the Ghostbusters. Is like, oh, well, that's racist to ghosts. You can't watch mm. that. Well, fuck's sake. I mean, what were they meant to do? They're meant to make them all speak in the language they speak on Bikini Atoll. It'd be well, even more would. racist, wouldn't it, if they all had really and weird poor, accents? No, no, no. Or well, speaking that, that language, then we wouldn't yeah, understand it. Yeah, they'd have subtitles. Oh, yeah, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Is that... <laughs> but that's not going to... I'm not reading a cartoon. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. SpongeBob, the reason I loved it so much in one of my worst depressions when I had the box sets and all that was because it was just so far removed from the real world and everything's fun and light and yeah. daft and there's a whole another stoner level to it that I love. Yeah. She's uh, all about institutional racism, isn't it? Where oh, it doesn't it's come the white from man SpongeBob. and the American in uh, I, I would gonna, I'd see where she's going from. But I'd it's, say it's, it's where the history of slaves and that has more effect yeah, exactly. on the, the psyche well, I mean, fucking than like, It's just a cartoon, you know what I mean? She needs to spend her time studying to, something else. What did Professor Barker? Barker Mice from Mars is a very anti-capitalist message. Do you remember that? 
I remember it, but I don't remember the anti-capitalist. Oh, they're always fighting against that fucking greedy capitalist and the mm. top hat who was uh, pillaging the earth for cash, wasn't he? Well. Because he was an alien. Oh, fuck mm. me, yeah. He was an alien, right? Mm. Who he'd, they pillaged Mars. Right. Them three biker mice were the last three biker mice. Mm. And they'd come to Earth to try and save Earth because mm. they were doing the same to Earth as they did to Mars. But he was a greedy capitalist alien. It all ties together. Can you, oh! Can you tell that the only reason that cartoon and any others existed was that a lot of executives around the world who were thick thought that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a success because it was a random mix of like things. Do you know what I mean? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. Mm. Biker mice from Mars. Mm. There was loads. I can't fucking think of any others now, but there was loads that had really stupid long titles. Mm. Jason the Wheeled Warriors? Stuff like that, yeah. But there was more like... Oh, fuck, anyway. Yeah. Look, fuck this article, fuck this woman. Uh, Spongebob forever. Viva la Spongebob. You'll never take my Spongebob <laughs> from my cold, dead hands, Sponge. Mike, would you agree that uh, we have triggered Gaz this week? I think you successfully triggered me yes yeah, I, don't yeah, think, I don't yeah, think you need to ask yeah. anyone's opinion I was no, successfully good, triggered before I even read the article thank you well that's good for the one nil gets the heart pumping okay so let's um, end the show on our own homemade game show never go full Alex and the object of the game is to see who goes more full Alex Michael finds a couple of random weirdos and Lynette are saying random shit <laughs> And then we'll pit them against the arch-saint of insanity himself, Alex Jones. And our job is to decide who goes most full Alex. Because it's alright to go a little bit Alex. Core Alex. Half Alex. Three cores Alex on a train. Full Alex on a podcast. With both of you have done now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's okay. <laughs> It wasn't okay before, but it is now. <laughs> yeah. We never go full Alex on a live internet stream. Like you two did. This isn't live. Okay. Were you trying to get crazy with this, see? Don't you know I'm local? First up, we've got Brendan Dilly. Is he a newcomer? I no, he's, he's been on it once oh, before. He? Oh, I remember this fucker. He's got, yeah, he's got House Maga. He's got a, a yeah. Game of Thrones-style House Maga with a lion head, which is actually the symbol for Carly Lager on a plaque And he's got a yeah, hockey shirt or something in the background. Trump 45, the 45th president. Oh, even God. Though, even though technically he's a 44th. Technically he is. Well, anyway, well, he's saying Trump must execute his political enemies. Wow! Well, that's impressive. For us to win. I'm going to be honest with you. President Trump, more ambitious than that. Your host, Dilly. Yeah, I'm more ambitious than that. I don't want to just win. I don't just want to take home the, the victory, the W, and then shake hands with the traitors. Hey, good good game. Well done. You guys played well. You guys want to be friends? You want to unify the country? No, that's not what I want to do. That's not what I want to do. I want to win. And I want to win, and I won't consider it total victory, without destroying our enemies. I don't want to hold your hand. I want to stomp you into the fucking ground. I want Donald Trump to bury you treasonous pricks under the prison. I don't want to just win. 
Winning is a formality at this point. Destroying you motherfuckers is way more important. That's why draining the swamp is so critical. I guarantee the swamp's looking and going, what more does he want? He's got the win in 2020. Why is he doing this? He's going to win. We all know it. We're all just running to make money. Why is he still doing this to us? It's because Donald J. Trump is absolutely doing what I was hoping he would do, which is, yeah, I'm not here just for wins. Not here just for money. I won't consider it a total victory without destroying you entirely. Your entire fucking life. All, everything you've built, I want to ruin it. I won't be done, and this won't be a job well done, and none of us will be satisfied until all of you pricks are gone. Not just gone. Gone like totally gone. Your way of fucking thinking, all the money you stole, all the businesses you built with stolen money, all the fucking constituents and rigged elections and fucking bullshit laws and bullshit trade agreements and bullshit. All of it's got to be gone. There is no room for mercy. This is why the rhinos don't fit. This is why I fucking call the herd around here. Because we don't have any time for weakness. I don't want anybody on this team that wants to lift their foot off the throat of the Democrats right now. None of them. It won't be enough. I want to win in November next year. And I want to keep curb stomping these motherfuckers well beyond that. Because that's what it's going to actually take to win your country. You're not going to just get to win it. You've got to destroy your enemy. You can't just win. The scoreboard's not going to tell the full story. Not only do you have to win the scoreboard, you have to make sure that your enemy can never play the game again. And the only way you do that is with total annihilation of their ideologies, their finances, and everything else. And you got to lock up all of these treasonous motherfuckers. They all have to go to jail. There's no choice. There is one solution and one solution only to save America. And I think you know what it is. He's an essay. Yep. It's a zero-sum game. And if you don't have the stomach for it, I don't know what to tell you. He's put up a picture of a noose swaying in the wind. Um, well, that was concerning, wasn't it? Oh, fucking cunt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, he's talking about his neighbours, his co-workers, mm. maybe even parts of his family. Yeah, probably. About really. Democrat. He wants an ideology removed from this earth. Now, yeah. that is extreme right-wing. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's the one that you should call a Nazi and should call a fascist. Can I punch him in the face? No. You still no. have to punch him unless he hits you. That's wrong. No, it's not. It's higher ground, Ben. Well, fuck the higher ground. He only understands violence. He wants to execute people, Mike. No, it's all I'm punching the face. There's nothing... It's all talk. He, yeah, then... he wants to execute people and remove ideologies. It's all talk. No, it might be all talk, but he's still spouting it. I said that about Hitler, to be fair. Hitler wasn't a fucking bloke in his fucking laundry room. He was at one point. But come on, you know what I mean? This guy represented a small He was a failed artist, failed painter. He was a corporal. Do you think this man, this man here, Brendan Dilly, is ever going to amass... Mate, we live the in the world of truth. And yes. He's got 13, you think he I believe it is possible. could be as dangerous uh, no, as that. No, I don't, old. because he's got 1,300 views on this video. No, no, this is a replay of a video. Oh, replay of a video. So I don't know what the original post... But he's the fact nobody. is, he's speaking to someone out there... Yeah, listen, anyway... ...who've got guns and ammunition, and maybe they're in a militia. And before you know it, that militia's decided, you See, know what? But without going we around circles, that. the reason you can't punch him in the face is because there's laws against that. If you smack him in the face, and then... Fuck him. He's, 
No, it's not fucker. Then what, when you get charged with assault, what yeah. have you achieved? Well, I punched an Nazi. There you go. But you fucked your own life over. Like it. <laughs> Granddad was seven year old. <laughs> Granddad was bayoneting him. Oh, but oh. here we fucking go. <laughs> well, let's move on from Brendan. <laughs> He's a cop. next. Pastor Pastor. speaking in tongues can't I told you about this. That's really, really fucking amazing. <laughs> you seen it, man? No, I haven't, no. Watch this, cunt. The lamb, by the blood of the Lamb God. I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray. Healing, healing, healing. I pray, I pray, I pray. Deliverance, 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 deliverance. Yes, Lord. 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 Yes, Lord, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way. Let's read off the book of It's the best bit. Call it me after things I'm just saying now. The football scores. <laughs> oh, and tenor on that. Oh, oh my accumulator's gone. <laughs> there goes Miyaki. Miyaki. Someone, for fuck's sake, took your phone down. You're screaming. Thank you, Lord. God, touch this. Touch this right now. Touch this situation. <laughs> touch this situation. Touch my penis, God. Lord, touch this situation by the power of the Holy Ghost. By the anointing, by the anointing, by the anointing, by the anointing. beautiful. Oh, my God. That's the worst. Guys, you've been an actor. It's unbelievable. You've learned lines. You've the, performed on stage. You don't need to know any of that to be able to read into it. When he wasn't looking at his phone, he was able to do actual words. Mm. Yeah. What was it? Heal, heal, praise, praise, whatever. Yeah, that's all it was, was heal, heal, praise, praise. When he looked at his phone. Touch this, God. Because he had to concentrate <laughs> on words, yeah. whether he was reading off his phone, he then lost the ability to say words whilst reading words, so he just switched to fucking noises. Yeah. <laughs> What was it? And people are probably paying 50 quid a pop to come and see him. Yeah. Fucking hell. And he can't stop looking at his fucking phone. Right. He's blatantly reading it from his phone. Yeah. Michael, just learn your fucking lines. No, I don't think that's happening, Ben. I, th that man's just tweeting or something. He's literally checking Facebook or the football scores or something. That's why, like... Because speaking in tongues, you don't need to learn lines for it, does yeah, it? It's just why is he looking at his phone? Because he knows it's bullshit, because he's not actually being channelled by a spirit or God, is he? He's a fucking charlatan who knows this room full of cunts listening to him. It's a blah, 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 blah. Oh, Cheryl's tweeted me. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Retweet, right. retweet. Uh, oh, shit, people are looking hobbly. Praise this. Absolute, just exposed himself for the complete... You're supposed to be trying to con people. Let's put it in wrestling terms. Put some terms. effort in. Exactly. <laughs> in wrestling terms, you're supposed to be, like, working the people. The idea is you're presenting an illusion that you're being fucking channeled. That's what speaking in tongues is, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. As far yeah. as I understand, God, something's coming through you. 
At least try and keep the illusion, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's the most half-assed job from any pastor I've ever seen on this show in over a hundred episodes. Mm -hmm. And we've had some pretty half-assed fucking pastors on, but that... That was pathetic. That... I don't even know if he's a contender. He's just a prick. Right, right next up, shock. Alex Jones joins Bill Gates and the global elites to destroy humanity. Okay. Bill Gates and his father, who ran Planned Parenthood, are right. <laughs> we need to dumb down, sterilize, and abort as many people as we can. We need to put as much fluoride in the water of those that are born to dumb them down as much as possible so they're more easily managed. You see, I've decided to try to join Bill Gates and kind of start thinking like him. Worldwide, he directed genetically engineered mosquitoes to bite us and give us diseases. But he said it was in the name of helping people. Just like he funded the projects of these, quote, sterilized male mosquitoes that would go out in Brazil and cause the other mosquito populations to implode. But now they mutated and the numbers exploded. Suddenly the mosquitoes are making people much sicker. Oh, it wasn't a mistake, not of it was. Now malaria's, of course, transmitted by mosquitoes, and I brought some here. There's no reason only poor people should have, have the experience. Except 5G, 4G, 3G, it's killing us all, we deserve to die. And don't go to InfoWarsStore.com. Oh, no. Don't get high-quality fish oil or turmeric that fights inflammation. Don't get any of the great antioxidants we have. Don't get ultimate bone broth that's selling out at 50% off. It's the last week to get it. Don't support organizations and institutions that are independent and fighting for a pro-human future. Roll over to Bill and Melinda Gates, the rightful rulers of this earth. Do not go to InfoWarsStore.com and support me. And do not spread the articles and videos. Just give up and submit. Give your children over to Billy Boy. Truth is, Satan's good. Yeah, that's right. All right, thanks for watching. And thank you, Bill Gates, for all you do. Thanks for those mosquitoes. Thanks for 5G. Thanks for the chemtrails. He had me until he just decided to turn it into an advert. advert. Yeah, but it's Alex, everything's an advert. His entire channel's an advert. But do you know what? I'm sold, Bill Gates, you evil fuck. Oh, I don't know what the fuck bone broth is. Yeah, me too. Well, it's the broth of bones, obviously. Oh, in tablet form? Oh, it's good. Children's bones. He's boiled the Whose bones. Whose bones are they? Um, <laughs> dead soldiers from space. I don't know. Look, hey, man, that, that mosquito thing... They, he did make that sound like a really awesome comic book plot, wouldn't he? It? It's mm. all in the name of good. And what if Bill is the ultimate? Because then there's, the there's a lot of people that think the elites do want to um, wipe out a significant mm. amount of population. We've, we've touched on it several times George on the show. George Guystones? Yeah, that? Prince Charles. There's quotes from loads of people saying, like, oh, yeah, we could do with a cull. In a flippant kind of way, but are they flippant? Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. we're thinking they're flippant because mm. we, we can't think that anyone would think like that. But mm. the guys in charge are like, hmm. Well, Get too many of these plebs, isn't there? Yeah. Well, our war. Should we recap? I think he wins it. I think Brendan Dilly wins it. That was just pure lunacy. And everything he's... Because everything he's claiming to stand for, democracy and open government, is exactly what he's just then said. No, but anyone else's ideologies who don't mess your mind, dead. Same familiar, Ben, does it? 
Now, I think no, this guy... There's is a difference between punching somebody and hanging a mass execution. No, I want about your fantasy, your flights of fantasy when you're over on the earth. Yeah. And no dissenters are allowed. Mm. Yeah, I'm doing it for a good start. <laughs> they won't be killed. They'll be sent to camps. Re-education re <laughs> camps. Oh, that doesn't sound like, like a fascist wet dream. <laughs> re-education camps. Resorts! Resorts! <laughs> Re-education resorts! Just let them live! They will live! Just not kill anybody! What? Your utopia doesn't sound utopian. It's going to be a glorious utopia. Okay, but I actually think that this guy is not as mental as Alex, because all he's on about, really, if you boil it down, it's partisan politics, but he's taking it to the extreme. Fucking crush our enemies! Alex is talking about what if the world's most famous philanthropists is mm. using his bioengineered mosquitoes to spread disease and fluoride in the water to dumb us down so we're more easily controllable. When you phrase so it like be that. a mass population cut. And the one in the middle was checking his phone while I was talking in yeah. tongues. So I actually think... Plus he was doing a really good Joker impression, wasn't he, Alex? Mm. You know, I think Alex might have edged this little toss part out. He's a nothing. He's just talking about like fucking partisan politics. What's that in the face of global conspiracies with disease? Oh, you put it like mosquitoes. that. Bill Gates is euthanizing mm. part of the planet, and he's just well, he's just a bigot, isn't he? Yeah, you want me over, guys? I'll go with yeah. Alex. Yeah, good on Alex. I'll, 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 I'll switch. I'll, that was classic, Alex. It was classic, Alex. First guy is a. He's just a prick, isn't he? He's a bigot. I don't think. It's all bluster and all talk. I don't, let's not go down the rabbit hole, but no. when in the face of an actual Democrat, he's not going to try and hang them or be violent or all. He'd be like, hey, bro, it's just an internet show, man. Oh, don't hit me. So, fuck him. Anyway, Bang. Now, then you go to prison. Yeah. And then you're the bitch. Mm. Maybe. We all would. Come on, let's face it. Yeah. All three of us say it. Anyway, should we wrap it up on that note? <laughs> on that note, we'll all be prison bitches. <laughs> right, so, uh, thank you for listening. I've been Ben. Don't join the Flavour Aid and don't join a cult. I've been Gaz, Free Biff Tannen. Goodbye. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out.